Welcome back to Word of God. We are three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old-time fan. My pronouns are V, Vim, or it, It's, and you can follow me on Tumblr at The Voice of Night Vale with dashes. I'm Emma, the latecomer. I use any pronouns, and you can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. I'm Wyatt, the newcomer. I use him pronouns. My dogs are barking, and you can find me watering my switch with my tears, my tears of the kingdom. Jesus. <laughs> you can also follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr, and on TikTok at Word of Godcast. Uh, today, we are talking about Season 8, Episodes 5 and 6, Blood Brother, and Southern Comfort. Content warnings for these episodes will include... Content warnings for this episode include the American Civil War and the Confederacy, conversations about the American fetishism towards the Confederacy, the glorification of the Civil War, and the glorification of soldiers, discussions of historical slavery, blood drinking, gory death, beheading, mention of historical anti-Indigenous racism, mention of the bombing of Japan by America during World War II, alcoholism, and mentions of white supremacy. If you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our ask box on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. You can also send questions, comments, or positive things to any of those places. Uh, we don't have any cat, perhaps. Any. If you send oh, us love pictures, to see pictures of your cat, of your I'll love cats. you forever. Reminder, too, if you send us an email to put Castiel on the subject heading. Uh-huh. That reminds me. I need to see if there's any kitties available for the cat cafe. Yeah. Also, Ooh. if you have a cat named Castiel, you must show it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these two episodes, I think, are very mismatched because I enjoyed Blood Brother a lot. Um, I don't think it's necessarily very good, like the second half of it, but I did definitely uh-huh. enjoy it. I think we should see Benny on screen a lot more. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Southern Comfort is just like a dumb episode. Like, I didn't yeah. like any of it except that Garth is there. Except Gar- except mm-hmm. everything to do with Garth is good. Yeah. And also it's a real classic. Confederates. Yes. Yeah. Based Dean problematic Garth, it turns out. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. We'll talk about that. Oh, well, who wrote that episode? Oh, yeah, who did write that episode? That was my job. Well, which and one I of you did the synopsis? Quiet. <laughs> who wrote Southern Blood Brothers? Adam Glass. First line of my synopsis. It was Adam Glass? Yes, it was Adam Glass. Damn. Adam yeah, Glass well. also wrote Party on Garth, so I guess he just really likes Garth. Yeah. Okay, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh, he also so... wrote the. Uh... Oh no, never mind. That's a different episode. Okay. Like he's written some good ones. Come on, Adam Glass. He's, Why he's... are you writing about the fucking Confederates like this? See, this was in like. Okay, where's Adam this Glass from? Was in like from, 2012. First? The like the Tea Party was a thing and had been one. I feel like we were maybe right on the edge of, pe- of like regular people realizing. Adam Glass that, like... was born in Georgia, which doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it is mm. a fact about him. I think that probably has something to do with yeah. it. I mean, but Americans yeah, the, are weird about the Civil War. Yeah, very weird. And yes, you're right. It was kind of at that time where it was the cusp where, like, people actually stopped seeing it as, like, a Southern thing and actually were like, um... I mean, Bobby has the... What? Yeah, Bobby has the Dukes of Hazard helmet, like... Mm-hmm. I know we chose to ignore that, but it is a thing that the show did. Yeah. The, I, I don't think the, the show is saying good things about the confederacy but it's also not saying bad things yeah it's kind of middle of the road like it is for a lot of other stuff yeah i mean dean never mentioned slavery he's just like yeah we did it we won yeah, yeah. he's like those guys lost the war uh-huh. and that's the problem with that yeah. like maybe that yeah. wasn't the problem though yeah maybe they um, would have and... been bad even if they had won like yeah and this was like at least 
from my memory, 2012 and around there, we were yeah. not really, it was not really talked about, at least among white people, um, about like the inherent problematic issues of the confederacy yeah i have no skin in this game because i was a child and canadian so i have no fucking clue what's going on down there what, I... what was going on down there <laughs> i just remembered <laughs> um <laughs> this is an autism moment when i was in middle school uh -huh. we had to do like a project of some kind and i can't remember if it was always the civil war if it was about some kind of american history thing Mm -hmm. um but regardless i did it about the civil war and um on the cover of the little book that i made for my project i had the american flag and the confederate flag like crossed and they were both on fire burning and oh I remember that's my fucking teacher, based yeah that i remember owns. my teacher giving me kind of a weird look and i was like what and then like that's years so later good. i was like oh yeah Fucking yeah, burn so, flags build tables uh-huh uh which yeah, based moment for me. Um, Alex I have a question. The fire for me apparently. I don't. I didn't remember that. Oh, that's so cute. Shout out to Alex. His that's first adorable. words to me were, "Can I eat your orange peels?" So it's just been weird. The you whole two time. are so cute. <laughs> um, I have a question before we start. Okay. I've heard that in some American schools, they make you like pretend to be a Confederate soldier writing letters home. Is that true? I didn't go to public school, so I can't answer okay. this. And I live in Washington State. Studies. Right. You're asking the wrong people here. Well, I don't know. Uh, Maybe they wanted like you to something... both sides it. Okay, that Washington like wasn't Washington a state. state. Well, no, but I mean, like, yeah, but, like, it's still the fucking north. Yeah, but not north that has any skin in the game. Yeah. Right, no. but it has it's skin the in the game now, like, retroactively. It, it sounds like something a public school would do. Um... I did not have to do it. Okay. All right. If you, yeah. listener, had to write a letter home as a Confederate soldier, <laughs> write it and tell us. Yeah, tell, tell us, us your what story. state you lived in. That would have been in. Like, when did we do American history? Seventh and eighth? No. Like, ninth and tenth grade, we went in, like, a deep dive. So, I yeah. guess seventh and eighth grade, we probably did, like, introduction to American history. I, it but I only remember my sixth grade social studies teachers because she was, she was terrible. <laughs> she didn't teach me anything. All I was taught about the Civil War was that the, the fucking South was bad guys that did slavery and they lost. That's a, like, that's a better America, telling kids. than I that's ever more learned. more than we learned about Canada. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> it's also more than we learned about Canada. You're right. I, listen, with the, then they taught us propaganda shit about Louis Riel, who owned. Shout out to Louis Riel. See, the fact that I don't even know who the fuck that is. He was a Métis dude that like wanted to do a revolution and then he got killed. Hmm. Ah, poggers. Based. He was like maybe sort of he was maybe sort of insane. Like Well, you know. He got he he believed he was like a prophet of God and like had direct like communication to him and that he was going to be like the new prophet of like the new land that like he and his people were going to claim for themselves. But well, he did like perfect. shoot cannons at the soldier at the like Canadian soldiers, and so like anyone who does that is my hero. Valid. <laughs> In my A push class we did learn about a couple of slave revolutions. And also about cool. that guy whose last name is Bacon, who was white, who incited a slave revolution, if I remember correctly. I don't remember completely, so don't come at me, For but- Francis Bacon? Probably. That's the Bacon I know. Did Francis Bacon do a slave revolution? I don't know. Hold on. I just remember there was a based guy who I think his last name was Bacon. Uh, Alex, do you remember? Bacon's Rebellion. Or uh, Nathaniel Bacon. Was a workers' Rebellion. Daniel Different Bacon guy. was another dude. 
Uh, Nathaniel Bacon. Sorry, not different. Nathaniel Bacon. Do you remember Bacon's Rebellion? Thousands of Virginians from all classes and races are up in arms in Berkeley, chasing him from Jamestown, ultimately torching the settlement. That's right. It was a it was a an eclectic revolution. <laughs> uh huh. After Berkeley refused. Oh wait. I think. Wait. No, no I think this is sure bad. We're... I think this is this sounds. Hmm. Well, there's ups and downs about this. <laughs> The, okay, yeah, it is a little bit more complicated. Yeah, than I no, remember. this is like the 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 rebellion was because the governor refused the request to drive to quote drive Native Americans out of Virginia, but okay, it I did have a, a different it, guy. It did have an alliance between European indentured servants and uh, uh, in, indentured, enslaved, and free uh, Africans. So uh, okay, that's but, but that part's cool. Guy. There were a lot of little like skirmishes uh-huh. we learned about in A Push, and this was almost anyway. Like this has been behind the bastards. I'm Robert Evans. <laughs> White guy who incited slave rebellion. John Brown. Oh yeah, John Brown was yeah, cool. No. Yeah, John Brown was based. My John Brown was based. My uh, A Push teacher affectionately referred to him as John Brown, the craziest guy in town. Yeah. We love to see it. This is still 2012, right? Yeah. I believe so. Something yeah, like we're in October of 2012. Okay, so my school never made us write about, you know, from the perspective of a Confederate, but they did make us do, like, mock debates for the mm. presidential election. Um, so that would have been happening right about this time. Cool. When this episode aired. Where were you Wait, in Wait, for 2012? the current presidential election, or? For, for the contemporary presidential election okay. of Obama and Romney, I believe. I think I was playing Xenogears and I mean, watching Battlestar Galactica. I never remember if it was Romney That's what I was doing in 2012. <laughs> I see. We did occasionally have those should gay people be allowed to be married debates. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but, this is like ask the fifth graders, like, hmm, should we be in Afghanistan? Yeah. Uh, they made, they did make me write a thing about should America have dropped the nuke on Japan? <laughs> And I'm yeah, like, they no! never would have fucking done that to us. Um, the the better version of those historical debates when I was in um, an AP World History class when I was a sophomore, um, we were all assigned historical figures and we got to like debate. And I was, um, oh gosh, I was uh, like in character. You would debate, yeah. You would uh, LARP as. Yes. Various historical so figures. Was... Wait, were they? Was it like dragged out of time, like like uh, Fate Stay Night, or like what no, would happen we we if there wasn't, Helen there wasn't Keller enough, debated? Like, it was great rap battles of history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, I'm trying to remember who I was. I was one of the. I was a. Like, were you recreating I... actual debates or like? No, we were just playing. What? So like, I was in a debate with um, Catherine the Great, I think, okay. and I was. Oh god, I can't remember. Hold on. Were you also somebody Russian? No, I was. Uh, I believe Japanese. Okay. Hold on. Uh, what were you debating about? Nothing. It was mostly just bantering. Honestly, um, we were trying to convince the class that we were cooler. I think is was. Were you? Oh, were you like oh, Emperor Hirohito? Oh, you were Tokugawa. No, I, was, I was Tokugawa. Yeah. And, were those and... two contemporary with each other? No. I don't like. I didn't think so. Okay, <laughs> so it so. is like Fate Stay Night. Yeah, but it's not like, oh, what are we doing here? It's just like we're just here. Right. It's it's just like you've been various historical figures have been pulled out of time into the debate room to yeah, banter with each to other. Own each other. Yeah, and Catherine the Great made a comment about how 
I like cheated on my wife or something. And I was like, Ex excuse me? I could see that potentially going to problematic places, but it, it does sound like sort of a fun exercise to make students like uh, it was fun show we what they know about historical figures. We were just, it like, is kind of like great men of history time. in a way I don't like, but yeah, like who cares? Who cares that Tokugawa cheated on his wife? He was just a dude. Well, it, I was also like Catherine the Great, yeah. Catherine, ma'am. Hey, hey, man! You, I heard you fucked that horse. <laughs> what were you doing at the Devil's Sacrament, Catherine? <laughs> Okay, we should talk about supernatural yeah. now. Sorry, I was just—I remember that very fondly. It was my no. One that's good, great. That's a great good, story. Good response in that in that debate. Everything else was bad because I don't know how to debate. Okay, so supernatural, Blood Brother. Uh, this episode was written by Ben Edlund and directed by Guy B. Mr. Edlund, my king. Oh, this is a Ben Edlund literally, episode. Literally, that's why it's good. That's why there's yeah. cool shit in it. Every time yeah. there's cool shit. Every time I'm like, hey, there's some cool shit in this episode. It's Ben Edlund. Yeah, my the king. The king. Yeah. Um, There's some cool va va vampire stuff in this episode. They say some yes. good lines to each other. I'm like, hey, vampires are cool. I'm imagining a different show with cool vampires. They're fucking vampires, bro. <laughs> They're it's fucking so vampire cool. pirates. You put vampire pirates in the show. It's sick. It's It rules. Doesn't okay. Dean say, oh, you were pirates? And Betty's like, I never thought about it like that before. Dean says that you were Did vampire I... pirates, vampires. And Benny's like, yeah. sure, I guess. Oh, he's like, vampires you never thought of that? Was the thing that's... Yeah, okay. Um. I thought Benny was like, we weren't pirates, what? <laughs> no, I think he knew that they were pirates. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so uh, we open on a dock in Eagle Harbor, Washington. Hi, Washington. Uh, Benny confronts a guy walking around in the dark, and we find out that this guy, Quentin, used to be part of the same nest that Benny was in before he died. Turns out he was one of the ones who helped to kill Benny. Uh, two other guys show up, and Benny gets into a fight with them in Enid, Oregon. Sam and Dean come to a hotel room to find that it's empty. They're trailing Kevin, who has done a really good job at evading them. Benny calls Dean and asks for help. He got pretty messed up in the fight, so Dean gets ready to set out to help him. Sam, of course, wants to know what the fuck is going on, but Dean won't budge, of course. Um, we get a flashback to Purgatory of Dean and Benny fighting together, etc. Uh, Sam, who is at the hotel doing research to try and find Kevin and totally not checking up on Amelia by tracking her credit cards... Uh, he has a flashback to when he got a job at the hotel he was crashing at in Kermit for fixing a bunch of shit, just being a general handyman. Since fucking when can Sam fix an air conditioner? I don't. Who, who fucking knows? <laughs> anyway, um, Dean finds Benny at the dock and brings him a cooler full of blood. Uh, Benny tells Dean what he's doing all the way out here. He's tracking his maker, the one who also had him killed. Uh, we get another flashback of Dean, Benny, and Cass hanging out in purgatory. Benny doesn't like Cass being around because he draws a lot of monsters to them. Benny tells Dean about his life before Purgatory. He and his nests were vampires. They sailed the high seas, attacked yachts, and drank and robbed them. Uh, Benny wants to kill his maker before he kills Benny again. Sam gets another flashback to Kermit. We we have another episode where it's like horrible PTSD flashbacks to Purgatory yeah. to yeah. Sam remembering <laughs> literally fucking drama Kermit of Texas? Sam's flashbacks of like oh yeah he was he was hanging out. He was vibing. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I I feel like that's intentional due to the fact that, like, this is the conflict of things. Like, Sam was vibing and Dean was in purgatory. Like, yeah, it is. It's still very jarring to see them, like, oh, yeah. Show I'm just saying, like, way, I'm fairly sure that's intentional on the part of the, yeah. of the writers and editors. And it's funny. It's funny to think about. It is funny. Um, so Sam gets another flashback to Kermit where he's fixing a sink in one of the rooms and in comes Amelia who thinks he's being a creeper and for some reason fixing her sink. She shoved a bunch of limes down the garbage disposal. Ma'am, you're going to have to pay for that. 
Anyway. Uh, so if Benny was the maker's favorite, which he tells Dean that he was, why did he have Benny killed? Well, the maker had a serious god complex and was really jealous. Um, for a while, Benny only thought about pleasing him. But then he met a human woman named Andrea and fled from the nest. They were living alone in Louisiana when the nest came for Benny. They cut his head off and the old man killed Andrea. So Dean and Benny sneak into the house and Benny finds a photograph of Andrea sitting on a table. She wasn't killed by the maker. She was turned. Uh, and then she appears at the top of the stairs. Um, Benny gets clobbered by a couple of vampires while Dean is out of sight. Why these vampires can't smell the human around, I have no idea, but whatever. He colored uh, himself Sam, in... I don't know. Something. Anti-vampire smell. I thought you had an actual answer. <laughs> I, no, I don't know. who. Yeah. Um, in Sam's flashback, Sam and Amelia talk. She kind of wants him gone, but Sam reads her for filth since he also kind of just lives in motels and doesn't have a life. We'll talk about all the Sam and Amelia stuff. Uh-huh. Um, Dean calls she's Sam like, Damn finally. Bitch, you live like this. It, literally, and he's and she's like, "Well, how do you know I live like this?" And he's like, "Cause I live like this." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Dean calls Sam finally to find out what the fuck he wants, cause Sam has been calling him nonstop because Dean disappeared off the face of the earth. Um. And Dean mentions that he's in a vampire nest and it hasn't exactly gone great so far. Uh, and Sam is like, "What the fuck? Why are you in a vampire nest alone?" And he's like, "Well, I'm not alone." And Sam's like, "What? Who, who the fuck are you with then?" <laughs> Took out my friend. All your friends are dead. All your friends are it's... dead. Sam, <laughs> don't be fucking mean to him. It's true though. He was like, "Who are you with, Garth?" <laughs> they literally uh, don't know horrible. anybody anymore. <laughs> They're all dead. Uh, okay. I guess so it with been Benny, Jody. she's out there. That's true. Jody is out there. Oh, they yeah. forgot oh. women. <laughs> as they are one to do mm -hmm. uh, with Benny Andrea sends the other guys away and then kisses Benny she lets him go and asks him to kill the old man so that they can escape together uh, when Benny's brought before the old man they talk we'll talk about it um, Dean sent Sam their location and Sam is on his way for backup uh, back in a purgatory flashback they're traveling and Benny tells Dean that he's on that he's been on bagged blood for years now uh, before purgatory uh, and they start arguing when Leviathan show up to start fighting them um one of them is about to kill Cass when Benny turns around and saves Cass, and Dina's like, oh my god. This was They're gay sex, along. by the way. <laughs> Literally. This was a threesome. Yeah. That was their first kiss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, lost my place. Uh, in Sam's flashback, they're at the motel, and Riot runs into Amelia's open motel door. At this point, Sam is just calling Riot's Riot dog. Yeah. Um, which is really funny. They talk a little bit about the dog's recovery, and I can't... I thought Raya was a girl dog, but they call him a boy dog in this episode. Oh, I don't know. Diversity win. This dog is gender fluid. This dog is gender fluid. <laughs> yeah. So they talk a little bit about Riot's recovery and about how they're both fucked up as people. Um, Benny escapes the handcuffs and kills Sorrento before attacking the old man. He waxes philosophical before we cut away. The old man does. Um... Benny comes back downstairs to Andrea with a blood-covered knife. He starts to leave, but she doesn't go. She didn't want to run off and head back to the life they used to have. She wanted to use Benny to overthrow the maker so that she could take over the operation. That's some hot girl shit right there. God forbid women do anything. <laughs> girl bossing it. Um, Benny refuses, and she starts to attack him when Dean comes up and kills her. Benny and Dean escape the house and head back to the shore where Sam is waiting for them. Benny introduces himself, and as soon as he and Sam go to shake hands, Sam knows exactly what he is. He starts to go for his machete, but Dean shakes his head. I know what you Benny... are. Benny, <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> say it. Say it <laughs> out loud. Uh, so 
Benny leaves them to talk, and Sam has his usual Jared constipation look. It's actually really funny. The transcript has a link to a screenshot what? of the face that Sam is making. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, so now we have another wrinkle to the the issue. Wait, the link leads to supernatural wiki slash bitch face. Oh my yes. gosh. Epic bitch face from Sam after he learns of Dean's relationship with Benny in 805 Blood Brother. Hold on. Let me. I'm dropping it in the refs. Of Dean's relationship, huh? Yeah, his relationship, yeah. huh? It's so. Sounds like you prefer here. It's so. That's so good. I love Sam that this is one of the iconic bitch faces. And documented by Bella Nutt in Sam Winchester Mannerisms Part this... 1 and Sam Winchester Mannerisms Part 2. Sam girls, are you guys okay? The... Excuse me. Hold on. See also. See also, Nipples. I need to squirt the supernatural fandom with a with a water with a with a squirty bottle. See also beards, Castiel's hair, chest hair, Dean's hair, nipples, puppy dog eyes, Sam's hair, shirtless scenes, tongues. I love you, supernatural wiki. You are also deranged. Uh, anyway, the the tall tales bitch face is a totally different expression it's to the totally blood brother bitch face. Also, it's the exaggerated because that is from Dean's point of view. Sorry, the tongues page is it the the little splash image on the side is what? captioned a rare tongue appearance where both this boys is, show us their tongue. This <laughs> is They're both letting go. This is the same absolutely time. deranged. Okay, it's only Most this is one person's. This is one pervert's pet project because only season one is done. At season the bottom it says season two tongues soon. will be added soon. <laughs> Can I go into the edit history of this? I need to look at the history. When was this last updated? 2016. Okay, 2016. And it is not oh, one God, person. These are you. okay. These are three perverts. <laughs> Four. To be fair, a people. lot of these pictures Four? specifically oh, yeah, aren't one. that horny, but having an entire <laughs> page yeah. dedicated to when we see their tongues is very horny. <laughs> Hold on, I want to go to the nipples. The nipples page. <laughs> I've been on that page during we the podcast. We haven't, we haven't done page. a podcast in two weeks, and this is what happens. Castiel's nipples at a laundromat in 901. I think I'm gonna like it here. Oh my god, we're so. Oh, uh, nipples! Nipples is the whole Thank is you, all Jeremy the way up Carver. to season 13. To be fair, there's not a whole lot of entries. We get we get about a no. nipple a season, with a couple of seasons getting like three or four. I love we have this like janky ass gif of Dean going nipples. Even fairies have nipples. Sam's nipples in hell. Two seventeen heart. Sam's nipples get some hot werewolf action, but then he shoots her, and they are sad. <laughs> I fucking hate it here. <laughs> Please, guys, I'm begging you if you Fine. ever want to laugh, if you ever want to laugh and feel much more normal about your obsession with supernatural, just uh -huh. go on the super wiki and just browse some of these. Five oh three, free to be you and me. Sam lies shirtless in bed and has an imaginary conversation with Jess's ghost. There's an entire category of Supernatural Wiki pages called Documentation of Minutia, and there's a lot of entries for this type of thing. This is incredible. Supernatural brain rot is it's something else. Like Doctor Doctor Who fans have some have some brain rot. The Supernatural fans, <laughs> Doctor Who fans have nothing on the Supernatural fans. It's it's terminal. Skin. Our first sighting of Elder Winchester memories is the shapeshifter teach sheds his skin and presumably his nipples. Help me. Help me. What the help fuck? me. I can't fucking. I can't nipples fucking are rarer than anymore. a chupacapra on Supernatural, so it's important to document all significant sightings. Unfortunately, the female of the species exists only in rumor. 
help. There's one of these pages is called the Dude Meter, which counts how many times each of them say the word dude. Um, and the Wait, word man. These are the same There's perverts the as the tongue people. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Not all of them, but two. But uh, <laughs> shoutouts to the 2020 contribution by Supernatural fan. My guess. Okay, yeah, so this is all all the way up to date. Do we really not see any nipples in seasons 14 or 15? I guess not. There's no horny in them. God, the show is insane. I can't. Why I are can't. we talking about this? I want to see we get the here? nipples page. We got here because no. of the bitch face page. The bitch page. face, right. Did you finish I... your synopsis, Ash? That is the, end, that is the final scene. My synopsis scene. is finished. Bitch face ends the episode. Okay. 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 So, starting at the end... Dean introducing Benny is literally him coming out. Yeah. Literally. And then Sam gets all weird about it. Sam, you're not being a very good ally. Also, I have to shout out Benny's like cool like ship admiral hat he's wearing in this scene. It's a good look for him. Yeah, he's, he's so, so hot. hot. <laughs> he's, he's pretty hot. <laughs> he's got the layering going on. He's wearing one of those like he's fucking he's dressed like a fucking pirate in this scene. Shout out to whoever did the wardrobe for Benny in this scene. He's wearing like one of those like big like filthy coats and underneath he has one of those like weird pirate shirts on with like the deep V. Yeah. Uh, and then and he's got like a tank top on underneath. He looks great. He does look great. He, he looks this, great. Uh, oh my god, this shot. Yeah, this is this is Dean coming out and Dean's ashamed about it and Benny's like, what up? Look at this. Look at this shot. This is incredible. Literally. Look at the yeah, pride on Benny's face and the like shame on Dean's face. Benny's it's like, like yeah, I'm fucking your it. brother. Yes, oh I'm a vampire. God. Yes, I'm fucking your brother. What are you going to do about it, bitch? God, Benny has so much swag. He has so much swag. They put so much raw sex appeal in this character. For what? God. He's wearing literally. this outfit like this whole episode, but like it really stands out in this particular scene. Yeah. He's also covered in blood in an earlier part of the episode. Yeah. So He's not wearing the hat in some scenes, the main thing, but he's wearing the hat in this cold open. He, he also looks cool. As he as he does lots of vampire murder. Yeah, that's why yeah. my first note is high in, in all caps. And then yeah. holy shit, good job, Benny. Yeah, he like knows how cool he is because he's like, yeah, I'm back from the dead, motherfuckers. I'm here to kill you all. <laughs> so swag. I love vampires. Uh huh. Vampires are cool. The way we were, um, we learned that Quentin is the guy who killed or helped kill Benny, um. Because Quentin is like, it can't be you. And Benny's like, yeah, you of all people knew I was really dead because you held me down. Like, that was so fun. He's so cool. Also, is that a kukri? What, what kind of knife is that? It's one of the biggest knives I've ever seen. It is a very big knife. It's like a bush knife. It's not a kukri. I think it's a different shape. But it's one of those, like, knives that gets, like, uh, thicker down the blade. And it's got, like, a curved edge. It's nasty looking. He holds it up so nonchalantly. Yeah, he's literally just like, "Come at me, bro." Yeah, he's like, uh, "What's what's he say?" Um, Quentin's like, like you get the confusion. You? Yeah, you of all people knew I was really dead. After all, you held up my legs, didn't you? When the old man told Sorrento to sob my head, where is he? Quentin's like, "Are you serious? You think I'd tell you where he is?" And yeah, he's like, I "Was kind of hoping you wouldn't." <laughs> he's like, "Give me he's a reason, so... bitch." Yeah, they do literally. some they do some dick measuring. Quentin's like, "I might show you where he is after we cut off your hands and feet." Benny says that if they do kill him. It's all right, because he knows exactly where he's going and who he'll see when he gets there. He's so cool. He's like, I've already done that. Yeah. I've already done Didn't that. Done what that? are you going to do? I can crawl my boat way back again, motherfuckers. He's the coolest man in the world. 
Which he so absolutely cool. could not do because Dean would not be there and therefore he cannot get back out. But they don't know that. No. It's fine. I do like Quentin says Quentin says, You go and crawl your way out of God's ass for another ride on the merry go round, which is a good line. It's a very supernatural line. Yeah. Yes. And then of course we don't get to see the cool vampire fight. If this was an anime, we'd see the cool vampire fight. I guess we see him cut off that dude's head in one shot, which is pretty sick. Yeah, we do see him just absolutely kill Quentin. As uh as the show continues to express, vampires' weak points are their necks. You hit them and they just go shink and off goes the head. Mm-hmm. The most easily decapitated beings in the universe. Mm-hmm. I do think Their Benny has an spines are like putty, scene, or in this fight rather, because the other guys don't really want to kill him if they can avoid it. They want to bring him in. Yeah, it's true. Um, like if, if they need to kill him, they would, but they don't want that, and he just wants to kill him. It's true. He also has no fear. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, he's got this. He does, in fact, got this. Although he almost dies. He's fine. Yeah. If he didn't I don't know. Blood, I don't know if a vampire die. can like die from blood loss like they are obviously really concerned for him but like i would assume it would be like dying of starvation because they need the blood in them i suppose food like but is the blood that a vampire has in them directly correlated to the blood that they ingest i would assume so that's always what i figured because whenever a vampire drinks blood they like get more like like healthy looking you know Mm -hmm. yeah vivid thank you yeah that's a good word that's true I would assume it's like, I don't know, they're like, because you get more, because you get more blood in you too. Like stuff you get, your like blood gets replenished by the shit you eat. Like the vitamins and stuff go into your blood. So it's like that for vampires too, but like directly. Their stomachs aren't like full of acid anymore. It just goes straight yeah, blood into the in bloodstream. Yeah. It passes through their kidneys. Yeah, when you become a vampire, you like, your intestines don't matter anymore. Your stomach just hooks itself directly to your bloodstream, just pumps that shit in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, question. Do vampires have heartbeats? Do supernatural vampires have heartbeats? Mm, I mean, I don't know if we know this. I don't think the show's ever... I know this is a problem I've come across in writing fanfiction, and I don't think there is an established mm. answer, which is very no, frustrating. I, I've al- I, I always so haven't either. really it's understood. It's much sexier if they don't. I guess. I always sort of... Yeah, I don't know. How does the blood get in them then, though? I don't know. Just sort of drains. After you drink, you have to go pee some blood to, like, equalize. It just sits there in your stomach? That's lame. No, it like replaces. It like flows directly into the blood vessels. It's just that but how does old, it flow? Up? All your old it dead needs blood the blood to, to pump it. Out. That's not how gravity works. It's fine. Vampires should have heartbeats. That's all I'm saying. But it's I so like much it. sexier I like if it. they don't. Yeah, but I what you know you know what's even sexier than if they don't if it beats like really slowly. That's what I was thinking. It's like there's like mm. a beat every minute or something. Because it doesn't need to actually like distribute yeah. oxygen through the blood. It just needs the blood going around. Maybe. <laughs> You're right. That is actually. Maybe. Sorry, I'm laughing at my own joke like an asshole. Maybe when they drink the blood, it like beats really fast to just pump it through them, and then it stops. It's like when you pump up like a like a like an airbed. Oh this God. is my boyfriend, the bicycle. You gotta, you just fill it <laughs> up. <laughs> you fill it up. You get it all in there, and then you only have to do it again when it starts to like when you start to lose it again. God, <laughs> their heart just sexy. goes like thump 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 thump. Scientifically, you know what, you can make that sexy that too sense. if there was if there was if you, if you played it right. I think that could uh-huh. work. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have fun here on Word of God. <laughs> Um, Only the best analysis. Uh-huh. Well, okay, and also my my other my other thing is is if a vampire's heart doesn't beat, can they get a boner? Well, that's the thing. That's the question. If you, only the, if you're in Twilight. 
Is that true? What? Uh, kind of. Can Edward I mean, not get Edward, it up? Edward can get it up, but I also think he doesn't have a heartbeat. How did that happen? Stephanie Meyer doesn't know anything. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I do remember distant internet debates about this subject. Well, Emma, this is why vampires fair, need to be able to put the blood. Child. He managed somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, to be fair, yes. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put you. You're just on gonna blast, leave that but... silence there. We listen. It's magic, okay? It's magic. <laughs> His dick is up because it's magic. His dick can get hard whenever he wants. <laughs> it's just you. Just inflate it. You yeah. you jump up and down a little bit to get the blood Please going don't down. Use that word. I mean, if the blood only goes down, then isn't it always up? That's, you know what? That's a good point. Maybe they're always hard. Yeah. We're going to be here for hours, you guys. <laughs> uh, so they're looking for Kevin because the show's got to remind us that they're looking for Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, Dean calls him a criminal prodigy. He did like, he was like on the run for a year. He learned fast. It sounds like yeah. he was an advanced placement. And Dean's like, why is he running from us? That's so annoying. And Sam's like, you tried to murder his yeah, mother? He's like, no, and he's I like, okay, but Crowley. I was trying to, whatever. Like, That's why different. is he mad about that? Dean? It's different. <laughs> I don't kill moms. I just kill demons. Who happens to be wearing moms? It's different. Yeah. It's different. It's different. He shouldn't be mad that I tried to kill his mom because, like, I didn't want to kill his mom. I just would have. I was trying to, yeah. It's like, I wasn't <laughs> happy about it, but. Not, not his shiniest moment. No. Speaking of shiniest moments, it's something I can't wait to talk about in the next episode. <laughs> it's a bit of foreshadowing for people who haven't watched the, the episodes. Um, it is fun that Sam is acting on our behalf by making fun of Dean for this, where it's, yeah. Dean goes, there's a difference, and Sam goes, apparently not to Kevin. Oh, I know, maybe because, oh yeah, it's his mother. <laughs> yeah. I know, the banter is so much in this. D- D- Dean and Sam are great in this episode. When Dean leaves, like, when he gets the Benny phone call and leaves, Sam makes this, like, aghast face as if he already knows something's up. Well, yeah, who would Dean be getting a phone call from that he wouldn't talk about in yeah. front of his brother? It's true. He's like, what the fuck, bro? I'm posting this face. It's a real Sam face. <laughs> He's it's so like, bro, hurt. bro, what the fuck? He looks so you hurt. You leave me? Like, you abandoned me in this motel <laughs> for a phone call? You abandoned me yet? You, you, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Benny's legs are, like, fucked. Mm-hmm. Also, is he missing an arm? I don't think so. I, I think he's, think so. like, prone. Or, oh, no, uh, yeah, supine, he's got the arm. He just has, like, an enormous chunk taking, taken out of his uh, upper he's arm. He's in bad shape. He's in real bad shape. His legs are fucked. And his arm is, like, coming off. He's like, I fucked up, bro. Come help me, bro. Give me some blood. He's gonna go crawl over to where he can meet Zine. What if Benny talked like he was a California surfer, bro? That'd be better. No. No, it wouldn't. I mean, it'd be funny, is, though. Can you fucking is imagine Louisiana, if Dean showed up with Louisiana a surfer boyfriend? Half of the, what makes him no, so it's sexy. true. No, no, no. I meant... I didn't mean better. I meant, like, would... I don't know. Would Sam be like less homophobic? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think it'd be funny. It would be funny, I mean, because right. it'd be more... Because it's harder to... It's it's easier to, like, little meow meow him if he's like, bro, I'm just a vampire man. <laughs> Dude. You're harsh on my buzz, Sam. Right, I, don't I don't know agree. what's wrong with yeah, you. Why has a new OC? I just want. I think it'd be funny if someone, if someone out there knows like a vampire who's like a surfer, bro. Hit me up. Let me know. I'll watch it. Whatever it is. Anyway, Sam's really mad that Dean just wants to leave, which is pretty reasonable of him. 
Dean's like, you can do it without me, man. You did shit without me for a year. I do love Dean's, you took off for a year. I need a day. Yeah. He's got some personal shit to take care of, Sam. It's not your fucking business. And then, and then Dean's like, mind if I take a toll world? He's so, he's so baby in this episode. I found uh, art of a surfer vampire. Good. Oh, I love him. Oh, this is really cute. This is Dom Scruffy Murphy on Twitter. This is great. Yeah. This has um the Scooby Doo uh monster high school episode energy or movie. I guess it's a movie. Y'all know what I'm talking about? All those no. monster teens? No, you didn't watch that when you were kids. I don't think so. Uh, Scooby Doo and the Ghoul School. No, I don't think that was one of the ones I watched ad nauseum. All right, that was <laughs> good. It was. I remember it being fun. Look at these cute designs. Oh, those are cute. At some point in this episode, in the Hall of the Mountain King plays, it might be during the yes! flashback scene. Yeah, Benny whistles. No, there's like a whistle. Benny whistles Hall of the Mountain King like an absolute right. like badass. Oh, it's so good. He like slowly whistles it. Oh, yeah, it's very sexy. Uh huh. Um, we get when Dean's driving, we get some of his like purgatory flashbacks and like weird slow mo like like flash freezing like stuff and like everyone has these janky ass knives oh this is the this is the hall of the mountain king whistle scene yeah also. during these flashbacks yeah we, we see, see Benny yeah. doing the whistling thing yeah it's like there's some reverb on it it's yeah, like he's it's uh it's like he's whistling it in like a church or something yeah it's very with, echoey with, like, bouncy acoustics <laughs> and then sam says you're a wascally wabbit mr tran which is a ben edland ass line <laughs> yeah it is and then sam pulls up amelia's uh, credit card stuff and he tells himself concerned not stalking concerned uh, okay sam whatever helps you sleep at night sam you he really don't have to be concerned for her she's literally like, knowing fine. what i know you don't have to be concerned well see the thing is he's lying about the concern he's just curious <laughs> i i know it's also like you're all alone who who are you justifying yourself to god because you know you're lying to yourself yeah, so then he goes to investigate the, the fan, and we get his flashback about becoming uh, an air conditioner repairman or whatever. I like that he's, yeah. like, you can see on the thing that he's still going by Kevin, and he just changed his surname from Tran to Pack. Park. Well, it's pronounced the way I did it. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. My bad, then. I probably pronounced it poorly, but I struggle with Korean phonemes. It's probably fine to pronounce it Park, I'm sure most korean people who live in america don't give a shit i try anyway kevin isn't trying very hard is my point and yet he still manages to elude them yeah yeah um i like how in sam's flashback we get a sense that he's like become a regular here he's settled down here because he knows the guy behind the counter he knows about that guy's dad like the guy knows him you know in a way that doesn't usually happen with the boys and their motels Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also love how he takes Raya everywhere. Yeah. That's his dog now. What was his old golden retriever's name? When did he have a golden retriever? He when, when he, he was away. like on the run when he ran away. We were we cried about the dog in his like uh uh heaven he flashback. Oh right, right, dark side of the moon then. Yeah. Was that also a Ben and Lind episode? Mm, no, that was Dab. No. That, yeah, was that's... that was that. That was right. That Bones. was one of the few. Okay, that dog's name was Bones. 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 And Flagstaff. Oh, what a good boy! <laughs> Sorry, his Wikipedia, his his uh, supernatural wiki image is is so good. 
<laughs> the the supernatural wiki page goes bones likely died of old age though he might have been killed he's dead regardless as no dog lives 22 plus years oh wow why would you say that oh yeah so like uh sam's like i'll fix your radiator that's basically all that happens in this flashback and the yeah. kid is like, what if do you we... fix that, you you have a job now. Yeah. Yeah, what do we think of this blue-collar Sammy? This is the most, like, man-on-the-road road bullshit. Like, this is the most, like, Americana thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah, just living in a hotel, fixing people's stuff for money. Back in the good old days, you could get a job by just strolling in and fixing things, and people would put you up in their barn. Yeah. I Mostly, I was distracted by, like, how, how the fuck does Sam know how to fix this shit a car sure i don't know i could see a car a computer even an air conditioner where did you learn that to be fair he has a lot of free time <laughs> i guess so but Maybe i don't think it up he spends six. it learning how to fix things he's got more important know. shit to do i don't know what to tell you yeah but like when I, he was it, on his own like in motels doing cases without dean for example season six um or more recently during this um, purgatory year you know like i think it's a stretch but he had time to learn how to do it it's just like completely not consistent with the sam we know who's like very yeah. much like i'm gonna go be a lawyer um and like why it said like this idea that like at any moment the boys could settle down and find a girlfriend and a job and be yeah. normal again yeah i yeah i i don't think it's impossible but the fact that it just came out of nowhere and like you said it's very like anachronistic to who sam is as a person generally um it just it, i was like who is this man no it this is a like this is extremely the plot of like a romance novel that takes place in like middle america literally <laughs> so true like these two people the living out of their motel like heart. hotel rooms with both broken hearts in this podunk town this is a hallmark movie she doesn't like him at first and then she, he he teaches her the meaning of Christmas. Yeah. That doesn't happen in this episode for clarity. But <laughs> <laughs> what would Sam know about the meaning of Christmas? Wait. Oh yeah, Sam hates Christmas, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. He hates Christmas. He hates Halloween. He probably hates Valentine's. He's an icon. Yeah. <laughs> he does this little. He when he fixes the the air conditioner, he does this cute little like half smile where he like shows one canine. I like that. He's like, heh, I did it. Yeah, he's baby. Sammy's little heh. Yeah. I love it when Sam is baby. A lot of, lot of, lot of Sam, Sam posting in this, this episode. Oh, he's so cute. It's really Why is he cute. so cute sometimes and so annoying at other times? He looks so good in season eight for no reason except for yeah. the spray tan. Alex literally can't stand his hair. He's like, is that his regular hair? And I'm like, yeah, that's what his hair is going to look like for the next, like, six seasons. Seven seasons. At least he got rid of the massive sideburns. <laughs> yeah, the season six, seven were sideburns. Eating, the, the season seven sideburns were eating his face. And now we can focus on his luxurious waves. Uh huh. Get some coconut oil in there. Okay, so Dean finds the blood bags and then he finds Benny. Um, one thing I need to uh, shout out here is despite the fact that this obviously is not Washington, uh, they did go out of their way to either digitally edit or literally paint. Uh, Puget Sound shipping, uh, Eagle Harbor, mm -hmm. Washington, onto the thing. I appreciated that detail. 
Yep. 95% of the people watching this show yeah. would not notice and would not care. Is this Annis' Island? They did that for you, Wyatt. Is. They did it for me. I, and, and for me. And for you. And for you. Bitch. I mean, I just, I just hey. know, like, you can see the North Shore Mountains in the background of the shot. Yeah, the, 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 the Puget Sound does not look like that. Well, okay, the, the skyline doesn't, at least. Because um, if I remember correctly, it's pretty far away from any mountains. But I did, I did appreciate the fact that they tried. <laughs> yeah, they did try. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. I'm checking ESPN locations to see if there's... I want to see what Eagle Harbor, Island. Washington like. Cool. Yeah, you can see the mountains way back there, but they're not in the same spot. Oh, the imager. Images are broken. Oh, no, this is the, uh, this is the North Van Harbor. Okay. Well... It's pretty, though. I mean, the mountains are. The harbor's kind of a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what harbors look like. Yeah, that's just harbors. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of looking like shit, uh, Benny's seen better days. Mm-hmm. He's got this, like, big, like, truck, like, full of stuff in the back, and Dean finds his, uh, his, his blood cooler. Yeah. Um, my note is, ooh, inside of a boat. That's a new location for this show. I don't think they've yeah. been inside of a boat before. Which I would love it's to know real... how, actually, well, Benny said there's a fuel tanker that I can get over to at a slow crawl. Yeah. Did he just, like, roll down the stairs? I think he just dragged himself there, like, with his arms. Yeah. Well, yeah, his arms but were mostly they, they working. Were, there's a flight of stairs. You can sort he of wiggle downstairs on your belly. I suppose. Using your arms to keep from falling down. Oh, man, he's got suspenders on? I didn't realize he had suspenders yeah, on. Yeah, he's a suspenders on. That's half the appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you, like, you, earlier I couldn't see it because he had his coat on. Uh, we are also. <laughs> great, great wardrobe choices. Um... Mm. Yeah, he's like, thanks, bro. Dean's like, what the fuck are you doing? Dean's like, dude, you were double hamstrung. He's like, yeah, well, half a cooler of AB negative. Which is fun, because I wonder... anything short of amputation? Yeah, I think the point is just, like, um, he's he's using it as, like, metonymous for blood. Um, yeah. But it, it would be funny if, like, particular um, blood types were, like, better. Uh-huh. I would imagine that certain blood types probably taste different to vampires. Yeah. So yeah, AB but I mean, like, if AB negative is for healing and B positive is for strength or whatever. For mana. <laughs> we did this, uh, we did, we did this bit. Did you know that there's a extremely rare type of blood that only, like, 12 people in the world have or something? Because um, there are, like, there are, there are, like, super rare types. Wait, hold on. How did he get half a coup? Oh, sorry, it's 50 people. But first of all, AB negative is the rarest blood type. According to GiveBlood.co.uk, just 1% of donors have it. So maybe maybe rarer blood types are more powerful. That would be insane. <laughs> I would love it, though. Um, but yeah, there's a type of blood type called the golden <laughs> blood type um, that only 50 known people in the world have. This is some fucking Homestuck shit. This is, this is, <laughs> this is some Homestuck and or anime shit. That's insane. Um, I learned God, this because I was running... I was running a tabletop game with a vampire character who decided that his character had different, like, both, like, sort of powers, like, when he drank different kinds of blood. And I was like, okay, every time you roll, every time you drink someone's blood, I'll roll a D1000, and on a 1000, it's golden blood type, and you have advantage on everything for the rest of the game. It's like the <laughs> fucking, when Sonic goes into the, like, 
golden Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supersonic when he gets all Super the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah. That's called it's Supersonic, original, right? That would make like... sense. Probably. Yeah, it's Supersonic. Okay. Maybe it's not so much like actually more effective at healing, but it's just like it tastes better. Like if you were recovering, Maybe. you wouldn't want like a saltine. You would want like good uh-huh. food. So he, he broke out the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dean's like, hey, dude, what's up? And Bunny's like, no, no. He says, you already saved the day. Ooh, ooh, your work here is done. Yes. Yeah, Benny's like, you and that whole, you and that whole friend thing, man. You and Ugh. that whole friend thing. What the fuck did he mean by that? Ugh. Talking about your God. feelings and shit. Really good. No, yeah. So, like, the, okay, contextually, where Benny is, like, brushing him off and Dean keeps being like, no, let me help, let me help. You and that friend thing means, like, Benny doesn't actually want Dean to be his friend. He wants Dean to back off. But you and that whole friend thing, man, is such a line for this mm-hmm. subtextual boyfriend to say. Who called who, like, uh, uh, back in episode two or whatever? Was it Dean calling Benny or Benny calling Dean? Because isn't oh, wasn't sure it Dean that said, like, we gotta, we gotta, like, take a break. We gotta, like, not yeah. talk to each other. Yeah, but I think Benny's so. the only one who calls Dean. I don't think Dean ever calls yeah, Benny. Yeah, because right. Dean is always like, oh, I have to go take this for a second. I'm just saying, Benny's, Benny's a hypocrite. Yeah, he called he is. him. He was like, I want to talk to my bro. He's down bad. He's yeah. down bad. They're down bad for each other, but they're acting too cool. Yeah. There's, there's, it's complicated. That's how it is among bros. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he then calls we get, Castiel yeah. a crazy aunt. They're so it's weird. It's so fucking weird. So hold on, right before that, um, to introduce the scene, they just we get another flashback of Purgatory, yeah, Um, where they're fighting, they kill all the monsters, etc. Cass actually smites it, which was very cool. Um, And then Benny's like, yeah, you know, he's he's great in a fight, but he's attracting all these things that are trying to kill us. And Dean's like, well, before we found Cass, you said it was my humanity that was drawing too much attention. Benny says, yeah, that too. (laughs) Like, but you're the one who can get him out, Dean. So he has to put up with that. He doesn't want to put up with Cass. Um, and Cass is like, hmm, metaphysics, metaphysics, um, because it's Ben Edlin who is actually interested in, like, the realities of the show, um, because he says, if you murder a monster in Monster Heaven, where does it go? Yeah. He's so, he's so real for that. Um, and then he and Benny banter, (laughs) and Dean's like, you two are killing me. Yeah. The tension. Mwah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is where Benny's like, you see, you're an intact living human stuck in Purgatory's craw. The dimension wants to spit you out, which is what's going to power our escape pod. He knows what escape pods are, so he's not that old, I guess. He he died 50 years ago. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Oh, that's cute. I'm just imagining Benny reading like 60s and 70s like oh, era sci-fi. Yeah, watching Star Trek. Well, he knows about Superman, probably. Or he could. Yeah. Superman had an Superman's pod. like 40 years older than him. Or than what he, than well, he was when he died. He probably grew up reading Superman. That's cute. Little Benny in the eighteen hundreds. I thought he I thought he died. Oh, oh, I see. Like died as a vampire, not was turned. Yeah, he got right. his head cut off fifty years ago. Right, he right. I guess it's unclear before. how long he was alive as a vampire. That's true. I don't know if we ever. Heard anyway, he could have heard about Superman at the very I, least. That's yes. my justification. I like thinking of Benny as like a little newsies boy in the twenties, like wearing his little black hat, <laughs> being like. Golly gee, the new Superman issue. <laughs> What's the Cape Crusader up to today? Wait, that's Batman. Newsies are such a New York thing to me. Do they have them in Louisiana? I don't know. I, I'm imagining Betty as, as somehow coming from New York and Louisiana simultaneously. 
Um. Anyway. Um. Okay. So this is interesting. He's like, it'll work on me because I was born human too. Mm-hmm. Take away the fangs yeah. and the fun. Yeah. He's so sexy. He's he is so hot. Just doing this for fun. This is where we so so there's there's a separate category. We have, this is where we're getting our separate like metaphysical category of monster of like human born monster versus I w- I wonder if how would that work for um shifters who we know are were originally like born human but like it was a mutation, right? Yeah, a mutated human. Yeah. What's 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 that do do does does the we're mutation failing. is it a monster mutation that sends them to purgatory? Do they I don't know. That's a that's a mystery. Okay, update. They did have newsies in New Orleans. Nice. Oh, New Orleans. Is he from? Could he slash? Is he from New Orleans? I think he's from close. He's uh oh, what is it? Karenko, I think, is where he settles down later. Benny Lafitte was born and raised in Karenko, Louisiana. There we go. According to Supernatural Wiki. Um, it's pretty far from New Orleans, but it's near Lafayette. All right. Yeah, it's, like, literally right outside Lafayette. Yeah, so... (laughs) Anyway. The the scene, like, the the flashback wraps up with basically Cass being like, it's too dangerous to risk taking me along. And Benny's like, yeah, fuck this guy. And Dean's like, um, no, actually, I'm the only one who can get us out of here. And I'm saying we're going to get Cass out of here. Quote, if it kills all three of us. And Benny goes, obviously, I'm less than comfortable with that. They're so funny. I love Pet Purgatory out. Sorry, I just saw what Ash posted in the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hold on i now need to look up john winchester sorry for the listeners ash posted benny wears similar clothing to john winchester's anime counterpart whoa in the trivia, in the trivia whoa section. anime john winchester looks sick okay now you got a show <laughs> i'm i i'm having a hard time finding a full image of him from like uh uh below the shoulders but, a little bit of a better one here. But, just, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Look at this anime badass. Look at this man. John Winchester doesn't deserve to look that cool. <laughs> what if we come out of the anime wearing. standing? It's just anime a similar hat and a coat. <laughs> and kind of it's like a, a turtleneck. Yeah. He's dressed like a, like a fucking... He does. He's dressed like Ahab. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was about to yeah, say, he exactly. does have sea captain energy, which Benny also has. Yeah. Wow. Okay, they really right. took some liberties, episode. huh? I cannot wait to watch the anime. Yeah. <laughs> I know I have like to wait years. like two years, but... Um, well, hey, so on the bright anyway. side, we won't have to watch the Winchester. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't we won't talk about that, long. did we? Rip to, the Winche- Rip to the Winchesters, it didn't make it through the writer's strike. Mm-mm. I don't know although, if that's why it got Jensen canceled, Ackles, but... Jensen Ackles trying to get did recently sign a... Chaos Machine and, and Jensen and Daniil, they recently signed a contract with Amazon like six months ago. So mm. if he if he gets a wild hair and decides to buy the rights from the wow. CW, it could yet happen. Yeah. Walker got renewed for season four, but Gotham Knights and Winchesters both died, which is so funny. And then Jared fucking posting about, oh, save Gotham Knights. He says, so get this, which honestly, I will give Jared that. That is funny. Uh-huh. But Jared, Jared, I'm gutted Padalecki, sir. <laughs> Maybe he hopes that if he saves the Winchesters, then he can come on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can guilt <laughs> Jensen into it. If Walker's fans save your show, I have to be in it. 
That's insane. God. That's a, th- these I just okay. read the what what Gotham Knights is about. That's wild. Yeah, did it even make it they, through a first season? They killed Batman. Insane. So here's what we do: we kill the Batman. <laughs> I can't believe they made to up the a Joker. New this Robin is a normal also. show. So back to the episode of Supernatural that we're talking about. Dean is like, so we're back in the the boat with Benny and Dean in the present, right? Um, Dean's like, why are you getting into machete fights with your own kind? Which is a weird thing to say. That's weird. Yeah. Like, what, do all vampires get along, Dean? I mean, That's, they it's are just like, like it's, the most social monster group, right? Yeah, I guess. It's it's just like, okay. No, I you agree. get along with every human, Dean? You know, like, it's, I, I agree. it's not a good assumption that he's making there. Oh, you're gay. My my cousin is gay. Do you know each other? <laughs> um. So yeah, this is where he talks I have... about. I don't know. He's like, kill him before he kills me, and then we go back to Sam. Yeah, I have literally no notes for the Sam scene because it's boring. Uh, he like he's hanging my out note, with Amelia. My, my note is he looks at some ice, and that's what sends him back into the past. Yeah. Yeah. Because he like, he's fixing in the ice machine. Like, flashback. This motel's falling apart. There's nothing dramatic. It's great. It's really funny. Um. This is where I she think gets it's mad funny at... that Oh, I do have a note actually. Go I do on. think it's funny that Amelia is like, I knew there was something off about you with your creepy army yeah. navy and your sideburns. Get his ass. It is very funny. Mm-hmm. I like that she does roast him for his his fashion choices. Mm-hmm. She goes, It's um, creepy that you get all your clothes with the army surplus. White supremacists do that. Yeah. So true. Queen. So and real. then he's like, I'm this fixing your sink, and she's like, What? Association. Victor Henriksen, handshake, Amelia. Are these guys white supremacists or what? <laughs> the vibes are rancid here. Um, and then Dean's looking at the vampire papers. Yeah, this is where we learn. This is where Benny's like, "Yeah, so my nest. We were cool pirates. We had half a dozen boats. Um, and we just went around America. And whenever we saw some like rich people on their yachts, we just eat them and then sink their yacht." Um, He's literally that... the sexiest person in the world. It's so literally cool. So what a cool way to be a vampire. That owns. Like, I love that. Literally, new, new goals. I have become a vampire. You know what? Genuinely, Attila. Praxis. Yeah, Literally, like they're not eating anyone. Right yeah, they're not eating anyone who matters. They're <laughs> <laughs> um, redistributing the wealth little, amongst themselves. Y'all know, saying y- then we just uh, let the ocean swallow up all our sins. He's so yeah. cool. It's great. It's rad. Take down the boat's name and destination. Radio it to the crew in the water, and then just let the ocean swallow up our sins. Yeah. Um, they would like patrol is, the harbors. Yeah, to find the rich people. And then this is yeah. where Dean comes up with vampires, and Benny's like, nobody ever thought of that. And Dean's like, what do you mean? Vampires. It's the third thing you say. And Benny's like, no. no with like this, <laughs> these hard eyes on his face. Like, it's uh, so funny. He's like, what a cutie. It's so like, you're such a weirdo. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. Y'all know about like, um, like the prepper yachts that rich people are like investing in? No, this is the first I've Elaborate. heard of it. Yeah, so this is like a thing apparently of like for when when the like seas survivalism rise survivalism for like, rich people. Yeah, yeah, it was like making like fully self sufficient yachts that they can just like flee in and just like live on the ocean. Mm-hmm. This is a thing that like companies are making and trying to sell the rich people to be like, this is how you escape. It's like escaping to Mars, but like smaller. It's for the less. It's for the lamer rich people that can't afford to go to Mars. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're gonna do be we, building. Do we happen to know the location of these boats to, for to any reason? Survive the like, yeah, nuclear fallout. Yeah. Do I don't know if any of them have been made yet. I just know that this is like a thing. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I get like that makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Um. Yeah. If you there's a there's a 
if you Google rich person prepper yacht, there's an article that's like, forget bunkers. This mansion yacht is a prepper's dream. Incredible. I mean, that would kind of fuck. For legal like, you reasons, just yeah. have also, to make uh, any yeah, comments on this. This, is the, this is the actual article I read. It was a Guardian article called The Super Rich Preppers Planning to Save Themselves from the Apocalypse. My brothers in Christ, you can just stop the apocalypse. Just stop using oil. <laughs> oh, no, these are about, like, like guarded bunkers and stuff. Uh, I'm trying to find... I don't know. I read about this. There's, like, a bunch of, like, weird, like, rich people prepper bullshit. I mean, there's basically, like, two apocalypses that could, and yeah. like, loom over us currently. No, it, one of they, them is nuclear war, and the other one is climate disaster. And, like, have one of, of those money, is firmly in your grasp if you have a lot yeah. of money. If you have a lot of money, it makes perfect sense. This is, this is logical behavior. Like I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's stupid of them to do it. I just hate yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> I just think we because should storm again, their bunkers and steal all their stuff. Because again, if you're rich enough to stuff. have a prepper yacht or an underground bunker that will save you from nuclear fallout, you are rich uh, enough in to help stop climate change. The thing I just said was a joke. In Minecraft, where I'm gonna organize a we raid should on troll the bunkers their bases. in Minecraft. <laughs> the CIA is fallout 76 in this bitch. Waves cutely to the NSA. <laughs> Imagine if the NSA was listening to our podcast. Find better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> what What if they're actually fans, Wyatt? Hello, NSA. Well, if um, you're a agent, fan of ours in the NSA, quit your job. Supernatural fan fiction. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so so they're looking into these vampires. Yeah, trying to find the maker. Yeah. Um, Benny says um, that his maker also believes... Like, okay, so... The, the god complex happening here right he says your maker he means everything to you i mean you really start yeah. believing he's god now if your maker happens to believe the same thing i really like what's happening here with the father god complex yeah this is great mm -hmm. this is new this is we have this is new vampire stuff but i'm here for it i like it it's very um very vampire the masquerade to me i knew you were mm -hmm. gonna say vampire the masquerade <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know anything about vampire the masquerade but i knew i knew I just I never really played the like tabletop game, but I have played the um, CRPG, which is pretty good if extremely janky. I just really like when characters tell Dean Winchester about how they believe their fathers were God. Yeah. Oh, Our it's father, so good. He was a jealous God. Kept the family together, but kept us apart from the rest of the world, always at sea. Yeah, literally. Is there anything hotter than being always at sea? <laughs> literally, no. Is there anything hotter um, than being a pirate? The answer is yes, and no. it's being a vampire pirate. Mm, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Uh, and now we gotta, now we gotta make sure, we've seen, we've seen the way that the fans are looking at Benny and Dean, so we gotta give Benny a female love interest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, hold I'm on, before story, that, though. um, yeah, no, Go I on. think it's good. Benny's, like, sipping on a blood bag, like, it's a juice box, and Dean's oh, like, yeah. yuck, do you have to do that? And Benny's like, I am fucking injured. That's <laughs> um, really funny. Um, yeah, so Benny starts sick. telling Dean about Andrea. Um, he says, and was Fabio Dean, Dean on the cover like, of that paper? Yeah, deflecting with like jokes, and Benny's like dead serious about the yeah. love story of his life. Yeah, it's really good. He's glad. Did you forget that vampire vampires sucker. apparently mate for life? Oh, what a stupid fucking thing to say. <laughs> Not you, the show. Yeah, no, I know. Um, they settled in Louisiana, they he like left, and then one day the vampires showed up, killed them, killed her, yep. except yeah. they didn't. Mm -hmm. The last thing he saw was the old man tearing out yep. her throat. Yeah, I really like the speech from Benny because Ty delivers it so That's nicely. Good. He's like yeah. so sincere about like his yeah. life changed when he met her. It's a good story. So yeah. good. 
Also very interesting that this is once again a Venny and Amelia oh. parallel. Yep. Posts that make you go, hmm. Um, there's some great stuff uh in the next like when they when they when they pull up and like they're walking in the forest. Mm -hmm. Um let me find the shot here. Yeah, because they like go to the island. Uh and that's a really good shot too, because it's like just their shadows. It's like super late at night. They pull up on the island. And we see Dean's like sitting on the front of the boat like a weirdo. Yeah, um, he has to like the island, jump off. Yeah, he just looks funny sitting there. Of course he um, does. It looks very. It's silly. like my notes super... say sit in with a little smiley. <laughs> it's like pre dawn. It's like four or five in the morning or whatever. It's just just like the faintest bit of light, and we just see their silhouettes. Oh, and it's cool. And then they're back in the uh, the like weirdly lit like gloomy uh forest soundstage yeah and um, benny goes remind you of anything yes um although that uh those scenes not shot on a soundstage just shot during the day with with a black and white filter put over it all um but uh benny says um i mean what do you do with it all all the everything hell i don't even know if this world is real if i'm real which is great. Oh god. This is this is crazy because we haven't even had the parallels that this line is going to have yet. But um there's a Destiel moment that parallels this. There's a Silene mm. moment that parallels this of like the love interest telling each other like this is real, we're real, I'm real, I'm here with you. Yeah. Dean says that he's he knows what it's like to be down that unreality spiral and he says, We're real, Benny, this is real. It's the only way to play this game, you get me? Oh, and they ground each other. Yeah. Well, and the thing that makes it makes them feel real is they're gonna go do violence. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, this like chateau. This is like this huge like uh fancy mansion with like multiple wings and like big columns, and they sneak in the back door. There's a harpsichord. The harpsichord gets referenced later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then um he sees the photograph. Then Andrea yep. herself shows up, and then Benny gets surrounded. Dean is hiding and like listens to Benny get beat up and goes, "Idiot." <laughs> Hello, uh, Dean. He's waiting for his time to strike. Yeah. Well, to be fair, he was like hissing at Benny, like, "Hey, come on, let's go." And yep. Benny was not listening. I like that yeah. this picture is like being lit. It just like happens to be sitting in like a like a beam of moonlight, <laughs> like a video oh, game no. object, like an interactable. <laughs> yeah, it's got a little shiny on it, so you know uh -huh. that you have to pick it up. Yep. Anyway, we learned that Andrea is a vampire now. And then Dean's phone buzzes. You broke into a vampire nest and you didn't put your phone on silent. I think you deserve to get killed for that. Sorry. I um, I don't even know when my phone is vibrating when it's in. I have a little slidey part of the desk that I sit at at work and I put my phone in there. I can't even tell that it's ringing when it's like next to my legs when I'm like actually touching it. So... I don't know why his his phone's vibrating is so aggressive. Shrug. Because we need to hear it probably. Um. Like so that we. Andrea know that comes down the rang. stairs <laughs> and she's looking rad. She's has she's got like real high waisted pants on. Oh, she looks. She's so really pretty. Good. It's good a good luck. She's very pretty. She's got like these cool earrings. Yeah, and a matching ring. They've got like opals. Yeah, she looks she looks very vampire-y. Mm-hmm. She looks hot. Yep. Uh, so they beat him up. They tie him up. Yeah, Dean uh, rejects the call, and then we go to Sam, right? Yeah. Um, and then we like immediately go to a flashback um, where he's like, continuing to. This is where we live. It's, the, the it's a continuation of the scene with yeah. her, him fixing Amelia's sink or garbage disposal or whatever. It may um, not have been her that shoved all the limes down there, but also she did just buy a bunch of limes, so I think it is her. <laughs> 
This is this just recreational is for her. She buys limes. She shoves them down. <laughs> She's like, oh shit, I'm out of limes to shove down How the garbage disposal. There's a margarita glass on doing? the table. She's making margaritas. <laughs> a lot of margaritas. She is an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, there's beers everywhere. She has That's just true. like a bottle of scotch. It's true. This woman is an alcoholic. She and Sam are perfect for each other. Oh, speaking of, so Sam says something about how, like, Everett's dad is sick, Everett being the front desk guy, um, and Amelia doesn't know who that is, and yeah. she's been here for three months, and Sam's like, you know, Sounds usually like, when someone moves into a yeah. town, they actually, you know, move into the town, and she says, I did, mm, and then we get such a good line, line, because Ben Edlin yeah. knows what Supernatural is about, yeah. he says, a motel is not actually part of the town it's in, it's not part of anywhere. Yeah. Yes! Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I haven't found a place yet. Well, I'm explaining myself to you. You're a drifter or a handyman. Classes, bitch. Oh. And he leaves. If I had a nickel for every time one of Sam's girlfriends liked margaritas, I've had, I would have two nickels. <laughs> That's for all you Silene fans out there. <laughs> um, on his, on his, on his way out, he like tosses her room's keys into her room so he's implying that he's not going to be able or won't come back in because clearly she doesn't want him in there so that was nice of him respect yep. those boundaries sam yeah um so this is where sam's like hey man what are you doing you don't have any friends who are you with yeah um Benny's getting slapped around. Wait, wait, hold on. I know we already talked about the all your friends are dead scene, but it's so funny. I do want to go through it. It is right. Um, because okay, Dean says okay. he's not alone. He has backup who's been tracing the nest for a while. And Sam's like, what guy? Garth? And he's like, you don't know him. He's a friend. And Sam goes, a friend? Dean, you don't have any. All your friends are dead. And Dean goes, that's not what I called to talk about. And he has to like <laughs> yeah. take a breather like with the phone against his chest because he's like, oh shit, I'm supposed to be being quiet. It's so fucking funny. I literally love it so much. <laughs> it's not what I called to talk about. He's such baby. He's my baby yeah. girl. Yeah. Yeah. Then we go back to Benny. Um, yeah. So Andrea's uh sleeping with the uh old man now. Um, Benny's like sleeping with the god has to have some perks. She hits him. He does that thing where he like smiles after he gets hit and like slowly turns his head back because he's cool as hell. Oh, he's so hot. <laughs> um, and she I'm thinks down that bad also. For this guy, you guys. Yeah. And she she thinks that also because the moment she banishes her thugs, she like does that thing where she like grabs him by the by the collar and then makes out with him. Ugh. Yeah. Vampires. Vampires. Uh I really like this shot because like she's like standing above him, she pulls him forward and he's like looking up at her and then she kisses him from above and then like slowly lowers down to his level. Uh it's good like um you know, like they're buds. They're it's it's showing that showing the uh, switch like the hierarchical shift in the shot. Mm-hmm. It's pretty basic filmmaking, but I do like it. Yeah. So then we get the explanation of you know what happens. He's all apologetic. She's like, "It's not your fault." Apparently, she yeah. knew that he was a vampire all along. Like she says, "You never hid anything from me." Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's kind Love of hard to hide if you're living yeah. with somebody. Kind yeah. of hard to hide the fact that you need to steal bags of blood from blood donation centers yeah. and that you don't eat and that you are cold to the touch i mean and... they did like a romance novel thing so maybe she did the thing it's like it's okay you can eat me gay silence <laughs> <laughs> sorry entirely mine and emma's own uh-huh. brain rot uh-huh uh minor note she has two necklaces on i don't, I don't have anything more to say shit. about that but it is it is 
Yeah, that's true. I always wanted to be somebody who wears multiple necklaces, but I hate when they tangle. Mm. So true. Um, so he's like, okay, it's complicated. So she, yeah, he says everything. Knife every damn knife. thing is complicated. Wow. Yeah. Is so this yeah, she's like a the knife. giant switchblade. It's yeah, yeah. It's a very I don't big even know what it is, but it rules. It's like a switchblade, but it has like a hilt the size of a sword hilt. <laughs> it's like a switch dagger. <laughs> Never seen anything like it in my life. Yeah. Um. So she's like, "Do what you came for, and we can be together." Yeah. Actually, he says, "You understand that I came back to burn his operation to the ground to stop the killing." Oh, yeah. And all she says is, "Do what you came for," because she's yeah. dodging that accusation, like she's in the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> when women are manipulative, hehe. <laughs> it's true. That's true. I love women's wrongs. So one of the thugs shows up, and he's like, "We got to bring you the to the dude, the old man." I like that he doesn't have a name. Mm-hmm. He's so he's ancient so that he do- like it's yeah. it's. It's God doesn't Lost have a name. The well, okay, of time. depending on who you ask. Yeah. But yeah, I like I like it. It's a cool character note. Sorry, am I totally? Oh. Um, anyway, D makes a funny little trap. He he uses Sam as a trap. He puts his phone down, and Sam's like calling at him, and so Dean just like puts the phone down, and then a vampire comes to check it out, and then Dean just like shows up behind him and cuts his head off. Yeah, he really he's funny. like Sam is clearly not going to shut the fuck up, so I'm going to uh-huh. use him as a little distraction. It's really funny, and it it's... worked perfectly because Sam, in fact, does not shut the fuck up. Yeah. Sam's very mad about it. Uh, Dean gets a partial also... success though because there's another vampire down the hall, and it's like, oh no, a vampire! And then doesn't he just kill the vampire in the next scene? He does. I love how he go the the he goes to drag the first vampire's body away, and I'm like, buddy, I don't care how fast you get that body out of there, you just cut its head off. There's going to be blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> You're like this is not a hitman level where if you just hide the body they won't they won't see. Like there's there's going to be a blood puddle. Yeah. Like is he doesn't carpeted? even kill the vampire. He kills the vampire. It is pretty dark off in the screen. Yeah. No, we it's just, like, like see him I love the, the way it treats the vampire showing up. It's like, oh no. And then we don't even see him kill the vampire. And then two more vampires see his trail of carnage, chase him around a corner, and then we just see their heads roll across the hallway. It is it's really so funny. funny. They sound like basketballs. It's so funny. <laughs> anyway, before that, we get a, uh, we get, we get, we see, we see the old man who is a little boy. He's a little smooth faced boy. He's such a little that's great. He's got like a like a wool sweater on. I know he's dressed he looks like, like a total yeah. The sweater vest prick. is the nod to him being old, but he's yeah. just like twink is not the right word. But he looks like a upper class New England crypto fascist. Yeah. Oh my god, you're so right. <laughs> he's like that kid in uh, Knives Out. God. Yeah. Oh god. He does look exactly like that, yeah. Even, like, the stupid little sweater is, like, very much like he went to an Ivy League, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. His vibes are absolutely rancid. Um, He's like, this vampire doesn't know about purgatory. Um, He's like, how'd you get back yeah. here? And he's like, I found a way back. And he goes, from hell? He's like, right next door, as far as I can tell. Next door, what's that? And Benny's like, oh, I think I'll have to show you. He's so hot. <laughs> Sorry, that's all of my commentary uh-huh. for this episode. Yeah, literally. Like, I know it won't change anything, but I regretted having you kill. When it was done, I wailed when I saw you in all those pieces. Didn't I, Sorrento? Didn't I wail like the ugliest baby in the world? Who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is this guy, honestly? Anyway, then Sorrento calls Andrea a cow. Yep. He calls Sorrento so-so. It's so funny. Benny's Uh, maker refers to him, refers to Benny as my wayward son. 
Yes. 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 But yeah, he's like, if I could salve it, if that's all I could salvage for him, the woman he defied his maker for, I wanted someone to remember you by. Which is sick. Um, yeah. There's so much going on here. See vampire murder, and then we get another purgatory flashback. Uh, Benny's like, hey, who kills more humans? <laughs> and Castiel's like, well, statistics. And Dean's like, yes, thank you, Cass. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I love it when they team up on him. Yeah. Um, and then Benny's like, listen, I was not drinking any human yeah. beings. I will not be a danger if you bring me out. Um, yeah. I started says, seeing I started, something yeah. in humanity. Sorry. No, that's what I was going to say. You said yeah. it. You're good. Something that shouldn't be taken is the other part. I drink blood. I don't drink people, which is good. Benny's cool. Mm-hmm. Also, Cass and Benny never refer to each other by name. Yeah. They're like the angel, the vampire. Um, Benny's like, he's going to get killed, and Leviathan shows up. And that's it. Cass yeah. says he can't, he can't fly away because they're too close, whatever that means. So he says run, and that's all we see. Yeah, we'll back finish to the this presence. flashback at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, Actually, we're back. It, oh, can we just talk about it? Because it's like, oh no, more stuff happens. I just, I'm, I'm like itching to talk about the way the Leviathan shows up. It's so funny, but we'll do that in order. Okay, so we're back with Sam and Amelia. Um, this is where Riot runs into her room because she just randomly leaves her door open. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, it's hot. I would I guess. never. Yeah, so get a, Sam to fix your air conditioner. Why would you leave your motel door open? Gross. Sam's like, dog, don't bother the angry lady. I do like that Riot likes her. He like, yeah, that's she, he or she comes right up to just like flop onto Amelia's lap and is like, <gasps> it's so cute. Uh-huh. Well, Riot has positive memories of Amelia. That's the nice lady who uh-huh. helped him or her. Yeah. Uh, um, so Amelia makes fun totally of roasts him for, for yeah. calling, yeah, for calling dog him dog. Uh, and like, then well, it's for... certainly accurate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sam says, I've seen a lot of stitches in my time and you've got really good hands. What a fucking weird thing to say. She's like, she does say you come from nowhere, you appear to be going nowhere, and you've, quote, seen a lot of stitches. It's all pretty solid, creepy. Which, uh-huh. like, I, there's a, the, such an easy lie here is to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a veteran. Like, the government screwed yeah, like, me. Yeah, like, why? Like, that, that, that's a perfect cover story of why I've seen stitches and why I'm just, like, drifting around. Yeah, and then and then she would have Im- imprinted on you. Yeah, because her because, husband, cause her husband <laughs> was a dumbass and went to Afghanistan and died for nothing. Yeah, and so Sam was like, "Well, you also have a shitty life. Um, we are yeah, both Sam lonely Cold losers." And Amelia's are... like, "Well, I have a broken heart." Yeah, I say I say he calls her cold reads her as if it isn't easy to do. She's living out of a motel room that's just got empties everywhere. Yeah, literally. Like, it's not hard to tell that she's not in a good place. Yeah. Um, it's like I had something. We go back to the president with Sam gone. missing, well, Dean not picking up his phone because it got smashed. Yeah. Now we're back with Benny and the maker. I was very good that good vampire scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, the vampire god is like, I suppose you came coming back from the dead. Well, that's the definition of mutiny, isn't it? <laughs> I guess. All this has me feeling so tired. You should let me go. But Benny, I don't let things go. Benny says, really? You live so long. How is it you have so little? Hmm? Nothing but a beat up old harpsichord and nest of hyenas. Benny's maker says, I have the sea, which is a sick as hell rebuttal. <laughs> it's such a pirate thing to say. Yeah. It's like, and I have Andrea. And it's like, no, you don't have her. At least that much I know. And Serrano's like, Bleh. yeah, Yeah, he holds up the undone yeah. handcuffs. It's such a hot move. We love it. Yeah. 
And yeah. then we get some slow-mo Matrix shit. Uh, Benny does a sick move where Serrano, like, swings the knife at him, and Benny dodges it, grabs him, takes the handcuffs, and just, like, immediately, like, ties him up. Uh-huh. And Sorrento goes, where the hell did you learn to fight like that? Benny says, I've practice, had a lot of practice. And cuts his yes. Head off. He's yes. been doing nothing else for 50 years. Although maybe time moves differently there. I don't know. But I don't think so. And then Vampire God is like, I've been here so, so long. I've seen all the outcomes, all the patterns a trillion times. It means so little. The universe is a pyramid of despair, nothing else. Benny's like a little dark. <laughs> this is where he goes, <laughs> I am evil after all. Which is so funny. It's so funny. At least I have that, that to, keep to keep me cold me to, at night. <laughs> keep me cold at night. This is such a vampire. He's great. Yeah, he Never knows the part he's playing. Everything had to be thought about, considered. And then this is where Benny says, you know what Socrates said about a life unconsidered, which is a sick as hell thing to say. Um, but the maker goes, Benny, what we have in us, that's not life. Wah. That's what you still Loser, don't get. You're wrong. That's why it's always been so hard for you, my poor Benjamin. And he goes, this is the one last thing I can take from you. Uh, Benny's like, get up, um, try and kill me again. He goes, this is my story, you gnat. It ends the way I choose, not you. Yeah, characters with narrative awareness. And then uh, Benny kills him. He's like, I can show you something new, a whole new world. He does the switchblade oh, flip out, and it's just the biggest knife. When he literally had like a slightly larger, probably sharper knife, Yeah. he dropped it on the floor. He wanted the to use the knife to... that Andrea gave him so he can place it covered in blood down on the harpsichord like an absolute badass. That's yeah. true. It was pretty cool. He knows what he's about. He knows what he's here for. He just leaves it there. He takes her hand, and then she's like, what? Where? I thought we were going to lead this place. It's like, this operation is perfect. We can ride the high seas, plunder together. She says, we can have the life we always wanted. He goes, what I, I wanted was to leave a burning crater behind. Yes. Uh, it rules. It's like, I wanted to put your memory to rest. She's like, but I'm not a memory. I'm here. Because what I loved, it ain't there anymore. It was snuffed out a long time ago by monsters like me, like what you've become. You think you're better than me now? No, I think we're all damned. And then she tries to kill him, and then Dean's there. Yeah, like, there's a lot happening here. Mm -hmm. um, it's misogyny yeah. in it, but also, yep. <laughs> it fucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not great for women, but it is like it is cool. It's compelling like, the idea if it weren't the back. sexism show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is uh, weirdly similar to what happens in Solo, um, which I was like, I was thinking about because I rewatched that for the more civilized age episode. Solo, on it, the Han like, Solo movie. Yes, the Han Solo movie because okay. he has his childhood friend that he like does crimes with, and then like leaves for a while and comes back, and she's like a bad guy now, and he's like, oh no. Um, I find that plot compelling, like, I would find it compelling no matter, like, the gender politics involved in that. It's just fun for, like, the person you once loved to, like, now mm. have different goals and priorities than you and to have to, it's like, deal a, with the, the fact that you had that, had that relationship once <laughs> and, like, it's changed and you can't go back, but. Mm -hmm. It's the tragedy it definitely... of having a childhood friend that you've drifted from and you can't, and now you are at odds and you can't ever breach that gap again no matter how much you want to. Yep. I'm a sucker for this kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, like, um, it sucks that Benny, like, gets to this, be the arbiter of, like, whether she's still herself. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, like, it's really compelling from his perspective of, like, um, n becoming a vampire means you are no longer the person you were. Um, and how could he continue to love her? And what does that say about how he views himself? You know? Mm -hmm. Tasty. Yeah. 
And then Dean kills her, and Benny has this, he, like, soulful, like, sad her. look on his face, and they, like, stare into each other's eyes for a moment. His Whatever the hell so Dean and pretty. Benny have going on is crazy. Yeah. Uh, when they're pushing the butt out, Dean gives him this look to be like, you good, bro? And he's like, Dean, why'd, why'd you bring me back, man? Would he be good? Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's so good. Yeah, Benny's like, why did you resurrect me? You could have just not. Well. His response to you good is, I don't know what I am, which is fair. Me as hell. Benny. Gets on the boat, and Dean has his little flashback. And uh, this is where, so they're running, um, and then just, this, there's just, like, a, a, like, rocket sound as, like, this, like, meteor of goop smashes into the earth next to them, and it's it just great. turns into a guy. It's great. It's fucking incredible. I, like, they forgot how leviathans work. It's, I'm so mad about it's it. It's fine. They can do like, this in purgatory. That's their house. Right, That's but like, house. why do they have to be people? People aren't efficient killing machines. I thought the whole point is like, because they can't take a form outside of purgatory, so they have to be people. But of course, because this is the this is supernatural, the lamest show in the world. The, the <laughs> thing that the goop like that the the goop monsters that could turn into anything turn into people. It could turn into like giant whirlwinds of like teeth and hell. But no, it's just you know what we turn into. We turn into people. They don't have the Mine, fucking budget yeah. for that. Robert Singer is is skimming too much off the top. I know, but it sucks. <laughs> um, my note for this scene, the fact that they're people means that one of them is a woman, which is the first woman we've seen in Purgatory, and implies it's that true. there are options other than gay sex. And yet. <laughs> anyway, Benny helps him and he helps him up and Dean gives him yep. this look. Uh, and then Benny they... girlies, we win. Yeah. And so then they true, pull so up true. on shore and Sam's just standing there and they like don't say anything to him. He just helps them like get their boat up and he just like throws his stuff onto the dock. And that's and this is where we get that shot that I posted earlier. Benny like walking up all smug. Yeah. He goes, I'm Benny. And then Sam shakes his hand and realizes that he's cold. Yeah. And like slow motion, Sam reaches for a knife. Yeah. Um, and Dean shakes his head. And so Sam lets go. Um, so normal. So normal. Uh-huh. Just normal things. Just like regular reactions to your brother introducing you to his boyfriend. Yep. It's like, I can see you two have a lot to talk about. Bye. <laughs> and then they just look at each other and then the episode ends and then we do not see them talk about this because the next episode is skipped ahead We've in time. We've already talked about it. Yep. Boo. They're still going to be fighting about it. It's okay. Yeah. That's the episode. Uh, Good vampire stuff. We've we been talk- here for two yeah. hours. Have we? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Wow. It's not going to be two hours in the final cut because we spent some yeah. time before actually recording, but. <laughs> well, so it goes. Um, <laughs> yeah, we talked about Sometimes the Sometimes an episode uh, is good. Quentin was played by Clayton James, who was also Private Burlingham in The Terror, Kevin Townsend in When Calls the Heart, and Chuck Grant in So Help Me Todd. Sorrento was played by Luke Roderick, who was also Bryce Foster in The Crossing, Tartarus and Thor in Dragalia Lost. Uh, Doc Ock in Marvel Superhero Adventures, Ian Sutton in Siren, Penn in the 100, Sterling Woodlot in Motherland Fort Salem, Winchester Barnes in The Porter, Kareem and also Harrow in The Dragon Prince, and Daniel in Molly of Denali. Um, Andrea Cormos was played by Athena Carcanus, who was also 
Dewan in Skyland, Creepy and Growing Up Creepy, Agent Kalita Masi in The Border, Reina and Almost Heroes, Nadia and Lost Girl, Anne Maria in Total Drama, Donnie, Danny Khalil in Low Winter Sun, Vanessa Keller in The Lottery, Cherie and Julius Jr., Octavia Muss in The Expanse, Abigail Westbrook, Westbrook in Zoo, Aviva Corcovado in Wild Kratz, Grace Stone in Manifest, Jane in Dino Ranch, Opaline in My Little Pony, Tell Me Your Tale, and the Jedi Consular female voice actor for Star Wars The Old Republic. Aviva Wildcrats is my best friend. Yeah? Yeah, I know her personally. <laughs> Great. Do you have, do you have more comments STEM. to make on that matter? or? No, I just, um, I was happy to hear her name. Leave me alone. Well, I just, I'm just curious <laughs> as to your familiarity with Wildcrats. My little brother watched Wildcrats for okay. years. Okay. And so I like overheard and watched over his shoulder a lot of it. Got it. That's, that's past my time. But I assume oh, it's yeah. about it's it's right. the Crap Brothers from from yeah. Zabuma from Zabumafu, right? But animated. Yeah. Well, okay. Cool. It, like starts with like a minute of them like real people walking yeah. towards the camera and telling you something about the creatures, and then it like does the title sequence theme song, and then they're the animated versions have an yeah. adventure with their creature power suits. Oh, they're actual zoologists. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I met them. They were just My TV brother got actors. a high five. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they were at one of the New York cities. I don't remember which. All right. Well, we're going to take a break now. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the next one, hopefully in less detail. <laughs> I have way fewer notes for this one. Let's be real. Uh, it wasn't even, like, content. Half the time it was just going, uh, Benny. talk about episode six now if i sound morose it's because during the break i dropped my headphones and broke them and now only have audio on one channel um, chat for wyatt yeah i don't know if they i can easily get placements but uh this is what i do for you all i'm gonna i'm gonna carry on i'm gonna podcast through the pain the show must go on all right episode sex <laughs> wow <laughs> hell of a freudian slip <laughs> No, that was last episode. Uh, episode 6, Southern Comfort, written by Adam Glass, directed by Tim Andrew, um, who also previously directed Season 7, Time for a Wedding, and uh, Season 7 of Grave Importance. We open on a dude, Chester Lou, fixing his car in the backyard of a shitty house in the boonies. His wife, Mary Lou, comes home, and uh-oh, she's discovered that he's cheated- no- Sorry, it seems like she's discovered he's cheated on her with Sarah Alcott. Uh, she kicks his car down, so it crushes him, and then drives over him, so he dies. The boys catch wind of this and also talk about Benny after having awkwardly transitioned from last time to the start of this episode in a totally new location, as, the as is this show's want. Sam brings up Amy and calls him a hypocrite. We'll talk about this. They go to the scene of the crime. Apparently, this dude's wife doesn't remember what she did. The cop in question is wondering why both the FBI and a Texas Ranger are here, and oh hey, it's Garth. He does the slow-mo cowboy hat takeoff thing, and I love him. He's very happy to see them. Also, he's doing Bobby stuff now, giving people hunter advice. It's great. They talk to Scott Lou, the son of Mary and Chester. He has no idea why this has happened. The boys case the place, and Garth finds some green ectoplasm, which is normally black. Also, there's a huge Confederate flag in the background. 
Uh, he then gets a call from the coroner that the dead guy had Alcott clawed into his chest with Mary Lou's fingernails. So they go talk to Mary, and she just remembers snippets, like being angry. They ask about Sarah Alcott, and apparently Chester took her to prom back in the day. Also, she's still alive, so she's not a ghost. The boys take a break to eat, and Garth asks what they've been up to. There are more Confederate flags all over the place. Also, we learn Garth was a certified dentist and killed the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> We he regrets this. We cut to Scott, who takes a shot from his inhaler and is bleeding slime from the ear, and then kills this guy Jeff, who owes him money. In the mirror, he's a ghost. The boys go to the crime scene, and Sussex is written on the cooler in blood. They're gonna go investigate their leads and split up. Sam goes and talks to Sarah, who's a real refined gilf of a lady. She says that she <laughs> and Chester slept together on prom night, but they never interacted much after that. Sam has a flashback to him and Amelia in bed, so we're just totally cutting past the lead up to that. All right. Her husband died in Afghanistan, we learn. Dumbass. She left town to get away from her trauma, and now she's here. Uh, <laughs> I can deliver my jokes like like stone-faced, but then Ash laughs at them, and then I laugh. Uh, in the present, Dean and Garth are digging into Sussex, and it's awkward. Dean gets mad at him for trying to be Bobby, but he rebuts this. He's trying to help people and do what Bobby taught him. Dean softens and then finds out that Scott and Jeff used to run Sussex, a business, together. The boys share info, and Garth finds out that the green ectoplasm means that the ghost is a specter, which forces people to act on their bad feelings and tends to show up when people desecrate graves. Three days ago, the grave of the unknown Confederate soldier was desecrated. Also, Garth does Civil War reenactments. Oof. They show up at night to burn the bones, but uh-oh, there's 20 minutes left in the episode. They open the grave, and weird, someone desecrated it, but didn't take the antique gun the corpse has. This actually doesn't matter at all. Uh, they burn the corpse, and then back in the police station, Scott's having an asthma attack uh, in jail and needs the inhaler. When the cop goes and gets it, he gets slimed, takes the shotgun, and shoots the sheriff. Uh, Jeff presumably dies off-screen of an asthma attack because he never gets that inhaler, and we don't see him again. Oh, sorry, Scott, not Jeff. Jeff's dead. Uh, the boys think it's a classic object removed from grave situation, which it turns out to be. They interview the deputy, and he says another cop, Carl, took his gun away and went to the hospital. Weird. Uh, Dean takes off to go try to stop whatever's happening, uh, at a kind of snail's pace, and Sam and Garth go to the library. Garth tries to give Sam some emotional support, but it doesn't work, and he has another flashback. Amelia doesn't want to be close to him, she doesn't need his pity. Sam and Garth look into the unknown soldier, and a helpful librarian knows just what to do, which is our job, uh, we're the best. The cop nearly <laughs> shoots a guy at the hospital, and Dean stops him, and the librarian tells a story about two brothers who fought on opposite sides of the war. The Union one killed the Confederate one, and then brought his body back home. Sam spots the that the slavery defender had a penny around his neck for good luck, and the body didn't have that, and Dean gets hit with a with said penny from the cop. Uh-oh. The, the boys go back to the hotel, and Dean's leaking juice. We get a little flashback to the teens who messed with the grave and took the penny, and see how it made its journey across the town. It's fine. We see a cop die in it, and that's always cool. Dean spits <laughs> out his emotional... <laughs> Dean spits out his emotional baggage while under... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a break day. Uh, I'm emotionally vulnerable right now because um, my headphones are dead. <laughs> Dean spits out his emotional baggage while under monster mind control, which is like the fourth time this has happened, but I guess it has been a while. They fight, and it's Garth who saves the day and knocks the coin out of Dean's hand. Garth picks it up, but he's never held a grudge in his life, so it won't work for him. We love Garth, okay. even if he's maybe a little bit problematic. In the denouement, Garth's melted, melted down the penny and gives Dean a pet top. Blech, I can't talk talk today. In the denouement, Garth's melted down the penny and gives Dean a pep talk. And Dean says he's cool and gives him the bobby hat back. Also, he says balls right. 
Sam then has one final flashback. He shows up to tell Amelia he doesn't pity her and tells her about Dean. She lets him in. They talk about their feelings. In the present, Sam and Dean also talk about their feelings, except it's way angrier. End of episode. So yeah, uh, this is a classic Monster of the Week episode, which I enjoy because it allows us to see how Garth has like taken up the reins uh, since Sam and Dean have been gone. Um, and I love that for him. Mm-hmm. It is very funny that he's like cosplaying Bobby. He's like trying to, he's like LARPing as Bobby. He's filling in big shoes. I do yeah. think it's pretty silly that it's like you and Sam were gone. Like they never talked to other hunters. They were not doing Bobby's job. Yeah, but they were doing the job of going around killing all the monsters. Yeah, I guess they're pretty prominent hunters because they're working a case every week <laughs> from our perspective. But I don't know. Are, is this abnormal rates of case for hunters? Like, are they especially know. prolific? They're the main we, characters. We don't know anything about other hunters, so they're the main characters. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, the Garth stuff in this episode is good. The rest of it is boring. Yeah. Boring at best. Um, like, I thought for a little bit that the soldier was going to be, I couldn't remember which ones had which color uniform, so I thought the soldier was going to be a Union soldier who was, like, killing Confederates, um, which I would completely have gone for, because the guy in the cold open has his The South Will Rise Again sticker and, like, his Confederate flag, and, like, yeah, that is a good person yeah. to have as a victim. Um, for legal reasons, I don't support murder. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> I thought that was going to be the ghost, and then it turns out the ghost is a confederate and just doesn't give a fuck. Like, what? Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a flimsy excuse for a ghost to make Dean mad at Sam. Like, okay, we've been here. Well, yeah. they're not going to talk about their feelings willingly, so ghosts got to do it for them. I don't know. This feels like the sequel to Route 666 in that it's like, there's some bad shit in American history that maybe shouldn't be deployed as a one-off Monster of the Week, like, silly little thing. Mm-hmm. And then never touched on again, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, well, Route 666 was bad for, well, it was, you know, silly, cheesy TV, but also mostly it was bad because it was very much like racism is over. Um, you know, in the 60s, there was racial murder, but now everyone is so, you know, racism doesn't happen anymore. And now this episode is like, I don't know, it's just a weird handling of the idea that the Confederacy is... I don't even know how to describe it. Like, what is this episode's stance on the Confederacy? It's not saying Honestly, anything I think it's coherent. It's just using it as a backdrop. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh, yeah, there was a war in America, like on American soil, the last war on American soil, right? And But you're not going to actually say anything about it. You're just going to use the soldier as a prop without, like, considering that what this guy was fighting for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not compelling. Not good. Yeah. And not of course, a fan. extremely white. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the town. It's the town, but it's also the show, you know? Like, they could yeah. have had this not be this normal. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely, but that's the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree with everything you said. I don't have much to add. I don't have, like... This is, a, this is an area where I both, like, don't know a lot, being Canadian, and also could not care less. Yeah. I mean, it's good that it's good that the Union won the war and and outlawed slavery, but also they were still racist. Yeah, actually, just this weekend, um, I was having a conversation about like whether the Union should have just let the South secede, which is like that never even comes up in discussions. You know, I mean, like we could have not gone to war. Which, listen, well, yeah, but you should have gone to war. Should we or should not have? You know, like it's 
there was a moral atrocity happening. Obviously, slavery was a bad thing, and the idea of the Union collapsing was a threat to the country. Um, but also, countries are made up. Um, so I don't yeah. really care about that second one. And once you define like a reason to go to war is that there's a moral atrocity happening in the other place that is not your business, like is not under your control anymore is what I mean. Then it's like, well, you can use that justification to start a war with anyone because you don't like what they're doing. So obviously slavery is bad. I'm not defending the Confederacy in any way, but like I think there is a legitimate question of whether we should have just let the South secede. Um, it, it, at least an interesting question. Um, but we didn't do that. So it kind of a moot point, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, sure. One of the one of the points that came up during this conversation is that, like, technically, it is anti-democratic to not have let the South secede because you are forcing this. You know, these people have decided that that's what they're going to do, and now you're imposing your will on them. Which, again, imposing your will of don't have slaves is a good thing to make somebody do. But the the question of um, federalism as distinct from the question of slavery, which is impossible because that, that was the question. You know, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. saying the civil war was about states' rights. Like, okay, states' rights to what? Um, but, like, it, there's interesting directions you can take this kind of conversation, and this episode doesn't care about any of them. Because it doesn't care about the politics of anything that it uses. No, it doesn't care about history. It doesn't care about, it, like, it cares about no. how Dean is mad at Sam. Mm-hmm. Well, it and doesn't care about the history to the Americana. point. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's a backdrop. It's literally it, for LARPing. Yeah, it doesn't know about history to the point where basic things the boys don't know anything about because they have to be the like audience surrogate for anyone who's watching the show that happens to not know about things. Uh, to the point where Garth has to be like, "I'm explaining to you basic facts about the Civil War that I know about because I went to college." A Sam also went to college. B you don't need to go to college to know this stuff. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, it was kind of an awkward segue to get to the point where they to to, to describe Garth's backstory of being a dentist, which is great. Um, but yeah, we can probably move through this one in a bit of a clip because it's I like have one paragraph's worth of notes. It's not even half a page. Um, it's like real great. Like I do like that he doesn't die the moment that she drops the car on him, and he's like, ah, he's like struggling a bit, and then she drives him over. It's good horror stuff. It's rough. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun. And like, you start with him demanding, a- well, not demanding. He does ask, um, like asking for her to get a beer. Um, it's true. It's so you, you you like start off with like, hmm, maybe we don't like this guy. Yeah. Um, and then like. We don't we don't know right away that Sarah Alcott is like a thirty year old situation. We it's yeah. like it's implied that he's it cheating. It takes a on while her. for us to get there. Yeah, and then we get the Confederate flag, and it's like okay, kill, murder him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's my notes for the cold open. I don't have any notes for the cold open. My first note is for is this conversation. Actually, my first note is uh, the return of Big Mac's rib shack. Okay, well, before that, uh, <laughs> Dean has apparently not said a word to Sam since Prentice Island, uh, and they're all the way across the the state. They drove from Washington to where is this? Louisiana, Missouri. It's not across Missouri. The state. That's across the country. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did I say state? I meant country. Yes, that's okay. They drove. They drove many states. Yes. Uh, that is a very very long drive. Did not say a word. That's awkward as hell. Yeah. Um, the tension in this conversation is really good because Sam's yep. like, Dean says, you want to talk about Benny? Fine, let's talk. Sam says, okay, how about he's a vampire? And Dean says, he's also the reason I'm topside and not roasting yep. on a spit in purgatory. Anything else? 
Sounds like um, I know what you had to do to get. I know you had to do down there, but you're out now like, and no, he's you still breathing. Don't. Why? Dean says he's my friend, Sam, and Sam goes, "What about my friend Amy? She was what?" Yeah. And then Dean's like, "Well, I guess people change, don't they? We let that werewolf cake go, didn't we?" Continuity in my supernatural. Yeah. Sam goes, "She was different. She. You think Benny's different?" He tells you he's not drinking live blood or something, and you believe him. Wow, okay, you know, you're right. People do change. There's like, like yeah, a pause. I got a vampire buddy, hold on, hold you on. turn your phone off for a year. Yeah, there's like a pause where Sam says he tells you he's not drinking live blood or something, and Dean kind of looks away because that's obviously exactly what Benny told him, and yeah. Sam goes, and you believe him. Yeah. This is great because this is more of like the moment you know a monster, they stop being a monster. We talked about this last episode, mm-hmm. like our episode uh, with Kate. Um they each know their. They each knew their separate monster, and were like going to bat for them. And I love that they can't see each other's situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Dean can now because he like apologize. He like he doesn't apologize. He sort of apologizes where he was like, "Yeah, that was a mistake," kind of because he's he's like people can change. Yeah, he, he's yeah. implying that if he met Amy again now, he would. Yeah, he would have let her. Yeah. Uh, and then Dean's like, look, Benny slips up and some other turns his lights out. So be it. Sounds like not going to be you, is it? And then they leave. <laughs> then we meet Garth, who is Garth. wearing, who is, who is, who, who is cosplaying he's as a cowboy. cowboy he's got his big hat on. He's got his, he's got his, uh, I don't even know what to call that type of jacket that has like the fringe hanging down that like cowboy jacket. Mm-hmm. What's that called? It just says Cowboy. tasseled leather jacket in the... Okay, tasseled jacket. Does it have a name? It's called a Western Fringe Jacket, apparently. He's posing as a Texas Ranger, which is... Yeah. They, they make fun of him for that. They're like, we're in Missouri. Uh-huh. It's so funny, but he looks so good. Yeah, he's rocking he, like, it. As I said in the synopsis, he like, slow-mo fans his face with the hat. He's so happy to see them. He gives them both hugs. Yeah. They don't want him. He heard hugs. they were back, but he didn't know if it was true or not. Uh, yeah. Well. Like, you guys have no idea how much I missed you. And yeah, they make fun of his outfit, and he's like, I look like a funeral director in one of those suits. <laughs> I love that he hates wearing... Uh... His phone rings, and he opens his jacket. He has three phones in a yes. row in separate pockets. And they all it's have beautiful. incredible, uh, like, 90s hip-hop ringtone. Mm-hmm. The first one is Jump by Crisscross. What's the second one? Because I know the last one is Hammer Time. Yeah, because Dean has that line about it. Yeah. Um, Wild Wild West by Cool Mode. Oh, yeah, it's Wild Wild West! <laughs> Fucking love it's it. It's so good. I love, we love Garth. Garth being I, so into 90s hip-hop yeah, is just, it's such it's a- It's great. It's a beautiful character now. <laughs> yeah, we talked Mom. about this with his introductory episode. It's, it rules yeah. for him. So, yeah, he gets a call, uh, and he's like, a Revenant? Okay, gives him some advice. Like, don't get bit. No, it won't turn you. It'll hurt like hell. Yeah, and then they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, yeah, I'm doing Bobby's job. And Dina's like, you shut your mouth. Which is... Yeah. <laughs> huh? Like, Bobby was gone. You two were MIA. It was a weird time. Someone to step in and take up the slack. And then he's like, all right, let's get back to work. We'll talk about this later, all right? And he's like, did Garth just tell us what to do? They're such assholes. There is literally no reason for Garth not to tell you what to do. You just think you're better than him for no reason. It's been a full yeah, year. He He's leveled up. Yeah, first, you motherfuckers. Yeah, this is his case. They're literally just being rude. Um, the next scene, we get some Garth, like, it sounds like no AMF, no traces of sulfur. It's a bust, and Garth's like, hold on there, Sam. There's a lot of things to factor in here. Happened last night. The readings could be cold by now, and Dean's like, good point. 
He's like, even if there wasn't any sulfur, the, the cop could have contaminated the whole crime scene and any evidence that was here with it. He goes like, wow, he's on a roll. And then he's the guy that finds the clue. He's just glad that Garth is, is dissing on Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I think um... Garth tastes his ectoplasm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He puts it in his mouth. He's he like, yeah, that's definitely ectoplasm. He steps on it, and ectoplasm. then he puts it in his mouth. Like, yeah. you shouldn't do that Classic weirdo shit. step on it. Hunter should be weirder. So true. Where's the, like, blatantly autistic Hunter? I mean, I guess he's right here. Right there. He's right here. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's right here. <laughs> there should be more of them. <laughs> Does Garth have more of a beard since the last time we saw him? Yes, I think. I'm looking at Party on Garth. Oh, yeah, for sure. He had, like, no beard before. Okay. I thought so. He had a baby face I think back this then. is before. Yeah, yeah, he he had yeah, yeah, he was just a little He's baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. He looks good with the beard. He does. Uh so they interview Mary. I don't think anything happens in the scene really. It takes them like twenty minutes to piece through this case. Uh then they go to the bar and this is where they talk about uh a bunch of stuff. What's Garth eating? Do you guys keep him coming? I don't know. They I they might eating be wings? cheese curds. What? They're little round fried things. Huh. Does the does the transcript say anything about No. No. No, he's eating That's the bar only food. thing I can think of. I or like mini hot dogs, but I don't know why a bar would have mini hot dogs. Yeah, I don't know. Those are just like frozen things. Anyway, so Garth is like, Hey Zine, where were you all year? And Zine says, Fine, I was in purgatory and Garth goes, Like the purgatory purgatory? And Zine says, No, the one, one in Miami. Miami. <laughs> Famously in Supernatural fandom, the purgatory in Miami is a gay bar. But let me double check. Oh, that. oh is that so? I feel like I've heard this before. Dean, is there something you would like to tell yeah. us? Okay, I have it confirmed. Yeah, literally, why does he know that? That's probably hmm. a coincidence, but it is very funny. You can't just make your character say things like this and then be like, what the fuck do you mean he's gay-coded? <laughs> Garth goes, man, that's balls. And Dean's like, that's not how you say balls. Uh, Dean calls the Confederate flags hillbilly hankies. It's so good. Uh, Garth's like, touchy subject around Missouri. Have when when half Confederate, half Union. Sam's like, how do you know all this? And he goes, like, I went to college, so we get that. And then, uh, yeah, so <laughs> Dean's like, you were a dentist? He's like, yeah, for a hot minute. Where do you think I got my first case? And Dean goes, let me guess, Tooth Fairy. And Garth, like, slowly puts his fork down and, like, stares off into the middle distance as if he's, like, having a traumatic memory, and it's very good. Yes. I thought he was going to be, like, I thought he was going to be mad at Dean for making fun of him when, like, in reality it was, like, a really... Yeah. Terrifying case. But no, it was actually the Tooth Fairy, and he did actually kill the Tooth Fairy, and he's upset about it, which is also fun. Yeah. But... And it's like, they, he's like, I felt terrible when I killed him. And so it's like, you killed him? He's like, yeah, man. I mean, not my proudest moment, but it happened. <laughs> I want to know. I need the story now. Literally. Where is the, like, supernatural extended universe Garth spinoff? Seriously. Novel? I read the Garth comics. Um, then. Uh, Scott kills this guy in the convenience store. With a it's shovel, gnarly. mind you. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty whack. And not even throws... like not even like hitting him with the shovel, but no, like stabbing him with it, which is pretty whack. Yeah. Well, he throws hot coffee in his face first, too, which that is That, too, yeah. Gets him with the one, too. Yeah, it's, it's whack. The, the, the murders in this, in this episode are pretty whack. Yep. Well, except for, okay, the, cop, the cop's murders are just guns, so it's like whatever. Yeah, but. But the first two are pretty whack. Yeah. Um, Dean gets so, mad at Garth for wearing Bobby's one of Bobby's caps. Hold um, on, before that, Dean okay. is like, "Wow, so mom does something 
the the oh right the, the mom commits murder and then the son what do we got a ghost with an oedipus complex and sam gives him a look and dean goes i don't know what that means why did right. you say that that was funny <laughs> Whatever. um but yeah uh bobby worked with garth on a case and he left it in his car so he kept it as a memento which and is dean cute snatches it but yeah dean takes it from him <laughs> He's so fucking mean to him, Dean. He's so mean. This is mean where my notes him. say you don't own Bobby, Dean. And then, like, 10 minutes later, Garth yeah, says that. Yeah, Garth says that later, and it's good. Um, then they talk to Sarah Alcott, who, like I said, is a gilf. She really does have, like, some great cougar energy. Um, She's I'm dignified. going to reveal now that this woman has been in, like, 20 Hallmark Christmas movies. She looks like she sense. could be in 20 Hallmark Christmas yeah. movies. She's, that like, from a totally sense. different show. Like, she talks, she has this very, like, refined way of talking. She's, like, acting her heart out in this scene. She's like, I wasn't exactly a good girl, if that's what you mean. <laughs> Queen. Queen. And Sam does this little, like, awkward look away when she says that. It's great. And then the fact that talking about how this lady fucked this guy on prom night triggers a flashback to him <laughs> yeah. and Amelia's one night stand. Like, Sam's like, oh, I remember sex. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, sex with women. I love this, like, small town drama of, like, yeah, she fucked him on prom night, they eloped together, and now we just live in the same town, and, like, I see them about, and she's, like, giving me stink eye whenever she sees me, like, 30 years later. For the last 30 years. Yeah. Bitch holds a grudge, man. Yeah. Yeah, so then, okay, when we're remembering uh, Sam and Amelia post-coital, Amelia reveals... Uh, what Wyatt was telling us about with um, Don. Did we get his name here? Yeah, Don. Yeah. Um, dying in Afghanistan. He just said also, something should... about wanting to do the right thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I he didn't say... even ask her or talk to her about it before he, yeah. he enlisted. Um, I call them a dumbass. I do agree with that, but also I do feel sorry for anyone that the uh, United States government duped into doing their war crimes for them. Yeah. Like, it sucks. Kind of Propaganda. a... Uh, Machine complex drill. situation yeah it sucks more for the people being gunned down in afghanistan but but uh mistake all around that's mm. that's my opinion on everybody sucks on here. all that um so she's like yeah i gotta knock on the door all i could see is judgment and pity and this constant reminder of everywhere so i moved here and became even more of a hot mess than i already was and then you hit a dog and now here we are Man, I do like the line, and you hit a dog, as, like, yep. the wrap-up to that speech. Like, that's I think good. that's pretty cute, except I still don't care about her. <laughs> I, like, kind of care about her. No. I don't forgive her for the classism. Um, <laughs> like, literally, I just don't like her. I would not be friends, friends with her. All right. Um, Sam and, sorry, Dean and Garth are doing research together. Um, <laughs> Garth goes for a beer, and Dean's like, nah, man. You're you're a lightweight, and yeah, he goes, "You're such you an idiot." I had to pick you up off the floor. Yeah, <laughs> and Dean's like, "Idiot's supposed to be used angrily, okay? Not happy." Which uh, is, I guess, true, but also Dean does not understand the meaning behind "idiot" whenever Bobby said it. No, but he's right that Garth is using it wrong. Yes, but Garth is doing it affectionately, and Bobby, in his heart, was also doing it affectionately. Mm-hmm. It's Garth just was just being ex- clear the... about it being affectionate. Yeah, the expression is different. Um. And then Garth's like, hey, are you guys okay? I noticed some weird vibes around you and Sam. And Dean's like, I don't want to talk about it. And Garth's like, okay, fine. Just know that, like, if you need anything, man, I'm here. Like, I got your back. I knew sometimes Bobby, he would. And Dean's like, you're not Bobby. You're never going to be Bobby, so stop. 
And this is where you he says, Bobby guy. belonged to all of us, Dean, not just you and Sam. Now I'm taking what he showed me and trying to do something with it, all right? And Dean's like, this is where Dean softens and is like, oh, okay, well, this, this kid's all right, maybe. And, and like, great performance from DJ Qualls here. Like, his lips yeah. are quivering. He's yeah, like this on is the a good yeah. scene. I really like this scene. This is probably my favorite scene in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be so fucking mean to him. Yeah. Um, they all find their clues together in a way that's cute. It's like they're they're Sam calls them, they're collaborating, and then this is where Garth's like, guys, Bobby has it right here. Green goo kills the specter. And it all clicks together. <laughs> yeah. But also like they're being so dumb about this case. They're like, okay, so this person killed someone she had a grudge against, and then this person yeah. killed someone he had a grudge against. No, it's extremely... How are these two connected? Hmm. Like it's like, okay, time. maybe the ghost is making people kill people they have grudges yeah. against, guys. I don't know what's so hard about this. Yeah, they're they're they've spent a lot of time filling time in this episode. There's not a lot of meat on these bones. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay, so uh, they get so the, they go to the, the graveyard. There's like nothing about the unknown soldier I want to talk about. Uh, in that this episode doesn't already express, except for the obvious propaganda of the idea of it, and also I guess the weird like the 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 classic America stuff of like the soldier worship. Like, it doesn't matter what the soldier was fighting for. The idea of a soldier dying for something is, like, an inherently holy act that must be respected. Yeah. Literally, who give a shit? Yeah. And, and like, uh, we already have one in Arlington. That's the whole point of, like, Sam is like, but we have that guy. And Garth is like, this is the Confederate one. Yep. Oh, no. It got desecrated. Oh, no. The Doritos Locos Taco has been around longer than the Confederacy. <laughs> Get over it. Um... That's where Garth's like, I do, I do Civil War reenactments, which is rough. Yeah. He didn't say which side he was on. He did not. <laughs> I take that as a small comfort. Yeah, I guess. Um, Dean's like, burn a Confederate soldier's body in a town full of rednecks. That's going to be rough. Not it doesn't actually did it. cause any problems for them. Um, you see the antique guns. They burn the body. Garth's like, shouldn't we say something? And Dean <laughs> looks at Sam and goes, sure. We won, and then sets, and it, sets on it on fire. fire. And the who Based. in the distance goes, "Yeah!" <laughs> that does not yeah. happen, but in my heart, it did. See, but this is what we were talking about earlier about like yeah. his hatred for the Confederacy is because they suck at being soldiers. Yeah, yeah. There's no like actual political, you know, backdrop to it. It's just like you suck, losers. Yeah. It's like a it's like a football rivalry. Yeah um police station murder happens they're okay. like we're supposed to have believed for a while that the inhaler was probably the item right i guess they put a lot of emphasis on it yeah okay they did yeah. like it doesn't make it any weird. sense for that to be the cursed object but i did think like why are they yeah. showing it to us otherwise but no i guess the reason why they showed not it showing us, us the penny is so he could have the asthma attack also so the cop goes and gets his stuff and then gets the penny out of the stuff like yeah, so, like, I can't it. even tell if it was supposed to be a red herring or if it was just, like, yeah, that's kind of how it ended up. It's significant. It was significant enough to me that I put it in the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, the I camera did, very like, funny. linger on it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that the deputy is like, important. why don't you write your own report, Sheriff? Like, because isn't that your job? <laughs> 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 You're mad that he's making you do your job? Like, that's the grudge you have against him? That you have hey, a job? to be fair... <laughs> I also hate doing my Listen, job. Listen, everyone resents their boss a little bit uh-huh. for making you do the work, but I just think it's well. Really that's funny. what the ghost does, right? Is it emphasizes exactly? Like, no, I, I get it. It's like, just very funny. 
presumably Mary doesn't have did like it's like a tiny thing that she thinks about sometimes, but any small grudge gets like blown to a billion times. Yeah, it's just funny because like Mary's husband did kind of snub her, you know, what's his name, Jeff or whatever. Like there was an actual wrong committed. The, the sheriff yeah. didn't do anything to you by employing you. Yeah. Um, which is not a very Marxist thing of me to say, but. <laughs> I mean, also, it's like the sheriff, I, yeah, because, I mean, because they work for the state, which is different from working for a boss. Not that the state also does not extract surplus value from its laborers, but it's like, it's a different vibe. Anyway, so they find some more ectoplasm. They're like, oh, shit, we didn't actually get the ghost. Spectre. Yep. Um, So they go do more research. Uh, Garth, Garth trying to be like, hey. Dean, are you good? Doesn't work on Dean, so he's like, "Hey, Sam, are you good?" Yeah, like, which is you, you and know Dean what? are talking. Nobody's listening to the, each other. The setup of this bit is like obviously they want Garth and Sam to have a chance to talk because they gave Garth and Dean a chance to talk, but it doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense for them to be like, "You two go do research, and yeah, I no, will I, go by myself yeah, to confront the, fact, the murder in yeah, progress." It's like they're huh? weirdly blasé about the fact that like a dude is about to go shoot up a hospital. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah dumb yeah also the research is like absurdly easy um yeah because this helpful librarian knows exactly what to do as, like, yeah, as the, we the, should be you know the unknown soldier um and she's like oh yeah i have this one source that will tell you exactly what yeah. you're looking for immediately okay yeah well, there is you know librarians have encyclopedic knowledge of everything in the library <laughs> we're human computers I have my next note after that is okay. dial thumbs down, and I have no idea what that means. Dial? Dial, D I A L. Also, uh, I think I completely skipped the Sam and Amelia scene. Yeah, okay, because the next thing is the Sam and Amelia scene, which is like they sleep together, and the next morning she's like. She regrets it. And yeah, because she doesn't want to be pitied by him. And Sam gives Shout out to Amelia like, for being immune to Sam's cursed dick. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I thought you were going to say immune to his puppy dog eyes, which she's also immune to. That too. Um, she works with dogs. He goes to the hospital, the library. We learn about the soldier. It's kind of back and forth. I like that the the the, the grudge that the cop has against this guy at the hospital is that at their community baseball game, he stole second, and the umpire called him out for like not getting there on time or whatever. Like the the the. The like freeze frame wasn't it or whatever. It's funny. Mm-hmm. And I think it might be implied that like that happened a long time ago. Also, yeah. Like when they were kids, maybe. Why did you call me out? Um, <laughs> he was a kid. Yeah, and then Dean, for some reason, was standing right behind him, waiting to do a one liner for if the shotgun thing. Like Dean, you should have acted. Like <laughs> it's lucky for you that the that the gun was out of ammo or jammed or whatever. He's like, looks like you're shooting blanks, and then they have a fist fight. And then he kicks Dean's ass. Got ghost powers. Yeah. Uh, she gives him the lore. I like the cursed penny. It's weird. There's a lot of stuff in this episode that I should theoretically like. We have a fun cursed, like, penny that has history behind it. Uh, we have, like, small town grudges coming out due to, like, bad history in the town. It just, I don't know. It's not really written in a way that compelled me, though. Yeah, it does. It falls kind of flat. Yeah. The 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 things people have grudges for aren't really that interesting, and like the characters aren't really fleshed out in any way, except for Sarah Alcott, who I liked. Anyway, Dean's got the coin. Um, he like Hold on. Dean gets the coin because a man is like 
right in his face right. and forcing it into his hand. Yeah. He smells him. He does give him a sniff. It's true. We get this coin uh, I wrote montage. My notes, homosexuality? Really my weird. notes just say now kiss. <laughs> uh huh. I still don't know what the dial note meant. It was somewhere in between those. No idea. Oh well. What do we think about this montage? I think it's completely useless. Yeah. <laughs> we literally I don't even already remember knew which montage you're what talking. happened to the oh, penny. The so the, the yeah, the seeing penny. the teenagers steal the penny and then yeah. it gets passed around and passed around and passed around. And I it's think like, it's we, like we watched the episode yeah. though. It's like shot kind of fun. Yeah, I like the I like the cinematography. Also, There's it shows like us that weird, two like, people had the penny before anyone thing. got murdered, yeah. like the teenager yeah, the and the cashier like, or someone. Because they like, don't hold grudges. I guess teenagers sense. maybe make sense, but like that cashier touched it. That's an adult. Yeah. It was just like, have you bizarre. met teenagers? The chill adult. Yeah, I mean it, these are listen, like the show wants you to believe that teenagers don't hold grudges. So I'll I'll accept that hand wave if you want. But like, why would you make another person touch it then? Stupid. Like, you could have left it on the string, and then when the mom gets it, when Mary gets it, like, then it fell off the string, and so she actually touched the penny and not the string. Like, that could make sense, but you didn't do that. You just made it not make sense. Yeah. Whatever. Also, Sam noticed the string on the floor of the tomb, which is wild. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know when I go places, I'm always like, damn, there's some lint in here. (laughs) That's how it works. Um, So Dean's like... Uh, you never wanted this life. Everything you've you done since you've under my ride has been to deceive me. Yeah, you should have looked for me. Let's go through some of Sammy's greatest hits. Drinking demon blood, being in cahoots with Ruby, not telling me you lost your soul, running around with Samuel for a year, letting me think you were dead. Those aren't mistakes, Sam. Those are choices. Which is semantics. Come on. He means that those... Mi- yeah. But when he says mistakes, he didn't mean like, whoopsie, I fell into bed with Ruby, which is ancient history at this point. He means like, those are choices I shouldn't have made. That's what a mistake means. Dean, you're just picking it. Which, this is not yeah. Dean's fault. He is possessed, but... Stupid bone to pick. Yeah. Um, Dean's like, I might have lied, but I never once betrayed you. I never once left you to die. And for what? A girl? You left me to die for a girl? Which is insane. The misogyny bordering on incest yep. is insane. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, you know, we're, it's it's a bros before hoes situation. Yeah, but it's... It sucks. It's Don't get me wrong. He, had, he didn't barely know. No. Uh, I do like that Garth gets in front of the gun, and Garth's like, he won't kill me. His beef isn't with me. You're not going to shoot me, are you, Dean? And Dean does go move. Yeah. Like, also, like, on, this you is... You don't want to kill your brother. This insistence Dean has that Sam left him for Amelia, like, but he didn't. He met Amelia after deciding to retire, and yeah. he left Amelia to. I, I don't think... know what the timeline is there, but like, that's Sam has explicitly told you it wasn't Amelia that made him do that. You're just assigning that to him, and it's weird. Yeah, I think he probably thinks that if Sam didn't find anyone, he would have eventually gone looking for Dean, which is weird. I mean, that has that did literally happen before, <laughs> like with him obsessively trying to get Dean out of hell. Um, Dean says, uh, Sam's like, just like you had your reason for Benny. And Dean says, Benny has been more of a brother to me this past year than you've ever been. That's right. Cass let me down. You let me down. The only person that hasn't let me down is Benny. There's a lot. There's a lot yeah. there. And Garth's like, I know you're angry. You got to fight this thing. Just like, oh, come on, Dean. And then Garth, like an absolute king, Cold uh, punches him. the penny out of Dean's hand. And then is like, ow, God. Shaking his hand. Yeah, which is really good. I was like, that's a good punch. And then immediately he doubles over, like, owie. Yeah. And I was like, that's a really good Garth. That's, that's Garth for, that's that's our Garth. And then, he, and then mm-hmm. speaking of that's our Garth, he picks up the penny and is like, nah, it's good. I'm cool. And uh, he is. Later, go on. 
Oh, no, I was going to say this is where um, Dean says that, like, sure, it didn't affect kids because they're young and innocent. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, shrug. Whatever. Um, but like the, he's like, yeah, Garth, um, why didn't it work on you? And Garth says, not me, man. I let all that stuff go with the help of my Yogi my and my Sega. Sorry, with the help of my Yogi, my Sega Genesis. <laughs> I love him so much. It's so funny. This is just Garth going home playing Sonic 3. So true. And then he gets a hug. Yeah. Well, he gives a hug. He calls and him an idiot. And then Dean gives back right his way. hat. Yeah. Redemption. And then, of course, his phone starts playing yeah. Hammer, just like Dean predicted. Yeah. Dean, like, rolls his eyes. He also tries to start his car, and it doesn't work. And then he goes, balls, and slams on the steering wheel in a very bobby He's so fashion. genuinely angry. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. Garth. He's a darling. But then his car starts. All it needed was some percussive maintenance. <laughs> uh, flashback. Final flashback. Sam's like, yeah. I don't pity you, Amelia. Like, we're a lot of things, but we're not to be pitied. And then talks to her about losing his brother. You know what? I will say Sam girl moment for this one because he's communicating. Yeah. He's like, do you want to talk about this? It's good. He's like, is that supposed to be his pep talk? Because I pity you now. But then she goes inside and leaves the door open, like tacitly inviting him in. And they like drink together and talk about their feelings. Yeah, and then Sam immediately loses that sympathy for me because the final scene here is him saying, like, hey, I might yeah. kill Benny, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, for the record, her name's Amelia. Dean's like, look, man, I don't even remember what I said. And Sam's like, but what? But you didn't mean it? Oh, please. You and I both know you didn't need that penny to say those things. And he's like, come on, Sam. I'm up to your crap, Dean. I told you from the jump where I was coming from, why I didn't look for you. But you, you had secrets. You had Benny, and you got on your high and mighty and kicking me ever since you got back. But that's over, so move on or I will. And Dean's like, okay, I hear you. And he's like, good. And then he's like, you know what? Hear this, too. I might kill Benny. And it's like, okay, Sam, calm down, dude. <laughs> Like, Dean is being he's... a jerk, but you're threatening murder. There's a difference. Well, and Dean's also trying to de-escalate the situation, but Sam's like, no, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the end of my notes. Yep, that's the episode. Kind of ending on a... Not much here, but... Yeah. Well, that's how it goes sometimes to Supernatural. I like all the Garth stuff. We talked about this, but Garth, like, being the one to pick up the slack, like, and being the new Bobby is really fun. I hope we get yeah. some more of that. I love you, Garth. Um, okay. Uh, Scott Liu was played by Julian Bailey, who was also Mowgli in the Jungle Book show in the 90s. Scott Wilson in For the People and Peter Morrow in Three Pines. Uh, and one of the kids is played by Style Dane, who has an incredible name. Um, and that's the only reason I bring him up, except for also he was Jeremy Garrett, the pizza guy stalker dude in Deadpool. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, send us stuff. Uh, what are we talking about next time? Next time we're talking uh, about A Little Slice of Kevin written by Buck Lemming, which is why it has a cutesy little pun mm. for a name. Uh-huh. Um, uh, well, it's obviously got Kevin in it. And apparently it also has Cass in it. So I'm excited. All right. Um, and I don't know how to pronounce this one. Huntery Hiroichi? I've never seen it said. I've never heard it said. Hunteri Haroichi, I think. I don't Latin. know. It looks like it's Latin oh, more than no. Japanese, but it's it's like I C I at the end. But Hunteri. I don't know what it means or how it's Yuri. pronounced. So we'll find out. Hopefully, um, I know that I've heard of this one. It's like a big name episode for some reason. It's got Cass in the thumbnail, so he's still around. It's written by Andrew Dab, and it's oh oh I do know something about this. Yeah, it's got Cass in it. Let's leave it at that. Yep. So the title is a play on the Looney Tunes cartoon convention of giving fake Latin species names ah. to characters. 
For example, oh, Speedometrist okay. Rapidus for the Roadrunner. Yes. During yes. the episode, there is a freeze frame where Deem is labeled as Anteros Heroesis. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, uh, that means next uh, week we yes. have Buck Lemming and Dab. So. Great. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Great. Looking forward to that. Okay. Oh boy. In a in a few weeks, we'll have a, another Charlie episode that's about LARPing. I bet that'll be great. Hehe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, until next time, uh, I'm going to be uh, gently trying to percussive maintenance my headphones back into working. <laughs> I believe in you, King. Listen, I'm going to be sad because Ash is trying to kill Benny. If the if the tin or if the if the tin went out um, due to uh, being bashed, maybe it'll go back in by being bashed. Yeah, you know, bashing it can only make it. I mean, it's already broken. So it's already broken, yeah. If you can't fix it, you know, it can't get yeah. worse. The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share-alike 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description.